Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Movie Council podcast, the podcast that possibly can and maybe even will save the world. My name is Tim Sherry. I'm your host, and I'm the CEO of the Movie Council. I know I've probably been an unfamiliar voice to you for the last few episodes. I apologize for my absence, but I am back with a vengeance this week and my boys are back the whole crew is together we're going to get going tonight we're going to do uh we got a couple of great movies we're going to talk about some new ones we're going to talk about some other stuff you know this that the other thing the the all right okay hold on i got you know what here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing i i, I want to introduce you guys but i i really also want to murder you for the last episode okay let, let's, Wait, let's, let's, let, what? let's 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 do let's let's introduce the crew then we'll talk i think it's going to be fun i want to talk about some stuff some serious stuff to be to be honest with you okay. all right so before we do that let's go around and talk about the other three people that i just mentioned a minute ago because they are my three Brand. esteemed colleagues yes. we are all back and I, of course, like usual, I love introducing everybody like a fucking Bruce Buffer. I just love it. We're going to start it off. We're going to talk to my boy, my second in command, my CEO, my big bro. He is the number one movie guy in the country and the planet. Planet? Country? Planet. Either way, he's the hot shot banker, my boy, Andrew Sherry. What's up, man? You actually used the letter CEO as you were. Uh... Did I? I didn't say COO. I said CEO. But, you know, I, I mean, in all fairness, I was the acting CEO. Or the interim? Interim CEO. Okay, okay. I thought it said CEO. I don't, I I don't, know, if, I don't know if you know any of this. You haven't, you haven't, yeah, you haven't been yeah. around for a while. I know, I know, I know. I don't know if anybody went up there and told you. I don't try <laughs> shoes no more. <laughs> so, well, thank you for the introduction. I'm How are you this happy, week, buddy? I'm good. Right? I'm good. Happy to be here. It's been a long week. Yeah, happy to be here. Happy to be talking about a couple... Uh, interesting new movies yeah yeah definitely that came out yeah yeah but yeah happy to be here i am very happy to be here what movie come on guys seriously oh my god the booker man is going to castrate all three over this one think about it aj i gotta talk to another guy i gotta talk to another one of my big bros i gotta unmute is it armageddon (laughs) no the my producer my editor my social media person. He does so. He, you wear so many hats, DP. We just love you. But the most important hat you wear, you are the podcast's daddy. Mr. Dan <laughs> Sherry, what's up, man? I love the background music. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I mean, uh, you want to be Bruce Buffer. I might as well add a little, uh, DP's you know, learned entrance a new music as Rick well. Rick Flair's you know? coming down, baby. I love it. Absolutely love it. So. How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing all right. You know, it's... Yeah. Uh, I've been an interesting couple of weeks. Like I said, I, uh, if you've been listening, you know I lost my goddamn job, which kind of sucks. And uh, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a weird couple of weeks, but uh, yeah, making the most of it. So I'm doing any, all any, right. You any know? prospects on the horizon for you? you you're looking. Uh, 
At the moment, no. You know, uh, I, I'm going to collect some unemployment because uh, uh, Minaj is about to go have uh, a hip replacement surgery. So uh, timing wise kind of works out because that way I can stay home while yeah, yeah. when she All goes right. in for her hip replacement. So I'm not 90 years old. Right. Uh, Minaj yeah. <laughs> is young. But he's in one knows. Problems. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. one D- doesn't know. GP's dating an 80 year old. Yeah. It's a sugar mama. Got a bum hip these days. And then, you know, some, I was some... trying to make a joke more of that he was slamming it so hard with all of his free time. Uh, yeah, that could be it. it was, yeah, it was... yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Yeah, it was something Minaj had to deal with during the Great Depression, and now it's, you know, it's really it's caught up to her now. Oh, well, DP, uh, good luck in your but, job search, buddy. Thank um, you, thank you, thank uh, you. I'm sure you'll be fine. You have a lot of experience. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess you guys probably haven't heard this in 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 a in a few weeks or a month or however uh, long I've been away. But I know what, you, what 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 could that possibly? I be? know. I know you love it. I know hmm. you all love it. I know the fans love it. The kids love it. The ladies love it. The, the ladies especially love it. We are gonna swing it on down to Charlotte. Let's talk to my boy, my bro, <laughs> the very handsome, the very the very the very sexual, the very toit. The very, the very, uh, what else was I looking for here? I was thinking of some words earlier when I was out tonight. Now I forget them. Either way, he's the smooth-talking Southern gentleman, Mr. Market Bounder out. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. That was a pretty good Charlotte that you rolled out there. That you, oh, had, thank a, you. you had a hard, yeah, you sound like uh, you should be calling the race at the Coca-Cola 600. Ooh, with, with I will. The way that you threw that. that out there. I do, I do have a good voice. My mom always told me I had a voice for radio. <laughs> no, she said that? face, face for radio. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Mom always did try to give us positive reinforcement. Anyways, Marky, how are you feeling this week, buddy? I'm good, go? man. Yeah, everything's been good. Um, I don't know if the heat wave has hit you guys yet, but uh, it's been hot as a bitch out here. Yeah. You know, I was in Texas for work uh, last week. And I was just cursing Texas up and down. Like, who would live in this godforsaken piece of country, this desolate desert? And it was a heat wave that was going through Texas. And then because of my blasphemy, when I got home, that heat wave had moved <laughs> yeah. to North Carolina. And it I think it's ended up to you guys now. It worked its way, Mark. I listened to a podcast from a guy who's from Kentucky. and he's Coming to America. It was like, a, it was like, thank you, AJ. Thank you very much. You yes. uh, I like it, it's been like a hundred up. It, it, I thought it was heading this way up up towards us, but we're about to hit the sixties again tomorrow. So sixties, uh, man, we've, uh, we've been breaking the triple digits here. Yeah, we were warm today, but yeah, it's it's, it's cooling off. It's definitely cooling off. So sixties, uh, yeah, sixties, like yeah. six zero degrees. Yeah, it's Massachusetts. Like, like six Beautiful. high of 67, 68 yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That feel does that feel warm? You guys. Weather. Oh yeah, no, I'm shorts and a t-shirt. Oh yeah, I wear I wear flip flops. I think it's gonna be cloudy though. That's probably what. You know, the sky turned the purple down. the other night. And that yeah. wasn't that wasn't normal. Not not that heat. I mean. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, there's there's some tornado warnings floating around. But um, we're okay. Good. It's just a lot of rain. Yeah, I saw that in the in the in the news. Uh, some anytime you have that humidity and heat, you're gonna get some shit coming your way, baby. Yeah. You get some yeah. fucking Dorothy shit up your alley, baby. That's right. Yeah. I don't know why the, I'm calling the, everyone baby. I know it's weird. The leaves start turning it. upside down. The sky turns abnormal colors. Dogs and cats, that whole thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I get it. All right. 
Cocks and cats living together. <laughs> All right, now, listen, listen, but we have a great topic tonight. Uh, we have, we're talking about two brand new, brand newish, brandish, newish. Yeah, I don't know how you say that. Twenty twenty two, and okay. like they're new both to streaming. I think uh, one is still in the theaters technically. I don't think the other one is. It's just new to streaming. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're very new. So if if y'all out there are looking for um, new movies to watch that are either in the theaters or or just streaming now, this is the podcast to listen to because we're going to talk about those tonight. I do I do want to just chat real quick about about uh, last episode. No, listen. I, I did. I, I, look, I, I have no Wait, idea. Did you listen? Out. I did. I did. Oh my yeah. goodness! As, lo- oh. as long as I could, at least. Or but um, well, <laughs> I, I, I do. I, look, I do want to say, I appreciate you guys holding down the fort with me gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hold your great, tongue, sir. No, you did a great job. You did a great job. You know, la- last week went off the rails. Let, let's just talk real quick. Let's just talk. Right. I just, I just want to sum up how I felt about the last episode because, okay. GP, even in the description on on social media, you mm. called it a train wreck yourself. Yeah, yeah, it kind of was. D- no, Daddy, I agree. Daddy <laughs> drank quite a bit. I know, I know. I'm going to tell you why, DP. I'm going to tell you why I know that. It's because this is what I took from you know what I listened um, to the episode. Uh, you wanted to kill yourself because you spilled your coffee. I got that. That, uh, pretty much. Yeah, yep. that was yep. it. AJ. Oh, may, yeah. He had AJ, a Michael Douglas type of day. Mm-hmm. AJ may or may not have a perspiration problem. I got, I got that. <laughs> um, oh, he was peeling an orange in an attic. No one got was, that reference. It's an old Kevin James joke. Or he was drooling. That was one or the other. Marky. Oh, yes. Marky, your wife may or may not have a drooling problem, which I felt huh? was kind of, I felt it was suspicious because you're like, oh, yeah, she wakes up with a puddle near her mouth. She's definitely drooling. Yeah, okay, buddy. Yeah, we're fine, uh, <laughs> yeah you fucking sicko. But that's my niece. Remember, that's my niece, buddy. All right. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I took. I, I also kind of felt like, you know, it was like it was like a it was like an episode of The View for like the first like half an hour. It's a lot of feelings. Yeah, a lot of yeah, feelings. we, we yeah. dove into feelings. Well, okay. we don't. Uh, some of us don't go see psychiatrists, uh, so mm. you know we we get it all out on uh, wow. the public access here. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Marky, I actually liked but, your stuff. I never knew about the thing about Peru. I thought that was quite interesting. To be that was great. To be very honest with you, you know, riding dirt bikes and you know. Killing, killing villagers and things like that. It was really, it was, it was interesting. Um, are there stealing their the organs and selling yeah, them on the black, black market? market. <laughs> yeah, there's that whole. Thing. There was a there was a, an under. There was definitely a dark undertone to what was Marky was doing out there with his family. But, huh. but you know, let's you know, I don't want Interpol to get involved. But let's. Uh, I, I just also, I, I, I could tell DP also that there had been a lot of drinking because. Yeah, you know what? Here, yeah. can, can I real quick? Yeah. Let me just show you. I actually saved this bit. Because uh, the, right from the beginning, you could tell how much I was drinking. Here is me trying to say the word gentleman. Gentlemen, I hope. <laughs> was- oh, one more time? Can you do that again? One more time? Gentlemen, I hope. <laughs> what? That was- <laughs> Here's the whole thing, right? Gemma, man. Gemma, I, I hope your day is going better than mine, AJ. <laughs> it wasn't even like the appropriate amount of syllables. It was, it was just like, Gemma, it was way off. <laughs> no, there was, it was, that was the beginning of the episode. Maybe it was three. So it, was three. It, it went down It was from three. <laughs> he just kind of mixed a couple together there. Well, you can tell because like the, the, like the, it, it almost... I'd say the first half an hour sounded like the three of you all got together and went to a fucking blood drive before, before it started. <laughs> like you're like, it was like three quarter corpses talking. 
which like, I think it was more like AJ was just playing video games. Couldn't be bothered. And then <laughs> Marky's baseline, is like half corpse. So like, it, it was just kind of, I'll kind of meld it together. But anyways, mm-hmm. guys, like, um, it, here's the thing. I, I, I think I, I decided I was going to roast you guys harder for it, but listen, you went out there, you battled through, you did a lot. And uh, one of the things I wanted to do tonight is, was I also wanted to shed some of my feelings because you guys did it last Ooh. week. All right. I'm not going to get into, you know, Slayback like. slay asked about if I'm having kids never happening, but <laughs> I'm just going to have dogs for the rest of my life. Dogs are so much better than people, but I will say I do want to, if you guys are okay with it, give my favorite recollection of my dad. You yeah. guys did it. Should I do it? Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's get into the feelings. Yeah. I want to do it. All right, I want to yeah, do it. And this, the, I'm I being like. dead serious. I'm not going to make some pedophilia joke right now, which I should. <laughs> not gonna. We'll save those for later when we're more drunk. But um, this happened when I was um, I was ten. Uh, AJDP, if you remember, I was I was actually quite a ball player growing up. Baseball. I was quite a ball player. Uh, great power. Yeah, uh, definitely. You you were. You, you were excellent. Uh, Absolute yeah. rocket. Made the all-star field. teams. And well, shit that's, like that. that's what I yeah. want to talk to you guys about with this memory that I remember. Um, I, so when I was 10, I, I made this travel team. It was the travel, like all-star team for Burlington. Like, I think only like 15 kids made the team in the town and I, and I made it. Um, and uh, one of the first games, so my, a lot of the games are early in the morning. So my dad would drive me to them and, and a lot of them were away. Um, you know, you know, mom and we'd try to go to some, but mom was, you know, mom was working those like fucking 16 hour shifts on the weekends, you know, like at the hospital mm-hmm. and things like that. So she was mostly sleeping. So dad would get up and take me. Um, so it was one of the first games of the season. We're playing in Drake. It's early game, nine, nine, nine 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. We would go, you know, you remember dad wasn't the most social fucking human. No. Being. Yeah, he, just, he didn't want to meet new people. So he would sit in the car and watch, watch me play. And usually, like, when I was on the field, he'd keep an eye, but, you know, he'd sit there and read a paper until I was up at the plate, then he, he would watch. Um, so, first time I got up, I struck out. Then I got up the mm-hmm. second time, and this fucking kid, I dealt with this kid for years, this pitcher, this lefty. He did nasty stuff. He got me down 0-2, and then he grooved one right down the middle to me, all right? And now, here's the thing. You don't throw that pitch to me, ever. <laughs> You don't come middle in on me, motherfucker. I'm going to clean you out. And I did. I absolutely crushed this ball. It was the first ball I ever hit in a game that went, that I happened to be in a field that went over a fence. And like mm-hmm. every other time I hit a home run, I had to like leg it out. You know, there's, there's right. a different yeah. oh, feeling. Yeah. There's a different mm-hmm. feeling to watching that ball go over the fence. Like it's like, holy shit, you know? So I hit it out coming around first base. I'm like, this is the greatest. Could this be any fucking better? And I'm coming around and I come around third and I, fucking high five with the third base coach and i get to the plate and you know because home runs don't happen a lot at that age so that my team's all waiting for me they're hitting me on the fucking helmet you know and i come out of the crowd and dad dad had gotten out of the car he got dad never got out of the fucking car. Big. he got out of the car he got Big. out of the car he fucking labored his fat ass out of there and he got <laughs> out of the car and he's standing he's got to lean over the fence he's just giving me like a fucking ovation right and i see him and i give i point at him and he points back and i'm like oh my god the great like i just hit this home run over the fence my fucking dad saw it it was just the greatest thing right so (laughs) i get i get into the dugout and i kind of step out a little bit i'm kind of standing 
and everybody had just gone silent. Like, cause mm. it, you know, the commotion had just ended. And then all you hear is dad just go, Hey, great fucking swing. <laughs> it's a fucking little league game. <laughs> great fucking swing. The and like all the, all the, yeah, all the parents around. Like, I'm leaving. Gosh. I'm leaving. Like, oh I'm my leaving. God, what was that? I'm like, oh, that was that was dad. Yeah. That was my fit. Just like just doesn't give a fuck who's listening. That is yeah. beautiful. That, so awesome. that was mine, guys. So I, I did feelings tonight too. Uh that that was uh best moment of my life so yeah that's a great story man thanks for sharing yeah sure so we're together now on that um i uh before we get into the two movies tonight there is one quick thing i wanted to talk about if you guys have anything feel free Mm -hmm. um Um, i did have uh, a couple news topics or uh, some some uh, things i came across during the week you know now whenever i come across these i just write them down to uh either save to talk to you guys or text to one of you poor bastards during the week Right. Um, <laughs> but you know the Joker two movie has been announced. Mm. Um, that. Uh, Todd Phillips and uh, Joaquin Phoenix coming back, so that was good news. And then the next day or two days after that, the next headline I saw was that Lady Gaga is in talks to be in the Joker two, and they're calling it a musical. Yes. Oh, I know. Oh, DP I she, she's going to play been Harley hard Quinn? ever since. Surely she is. Surely she is. Wow. You know, if 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 they're talking to her, uh, you know, she's going to have she's she's been coming out more as a stand up or standout role. Um, I can't see her doing anything else besides Harley Quinn. If you're if you're talking to Joker, yeah. and but you know, musical isn't my cup of tea. But I trust Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, it has me worried, but I've been worried about some other casting choices in the past. Hopefully this one pans out. Yeah, that's I, I, I always I'm always skeptical about a musical. Um, but when they work, when, you have to admit when musical, they don't usually work. But when right. they work, they fucking work. They're powerful. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, you look at even like I mean, technically the South Park movie is a musical. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That works. Yeah um so hopefully hopefully they'll get that shit together yeah i'd, I'd uh, like to i hope so if they if they do continue to go down that route right now i think it's all rumors and speculation but yeah actually now that you bring it up i wasn't even going to say it because we're going to talk about this actress later on when we get into this but uh i saw that one of the girls we're talking about tonight um anna taylor joy who's in right. northman she's mm. apparently playing furiosa in yeah. that in that yeah um, i mentioned that uh, uh I wasn't, I wasn't, sorry, Marky, I wasn't here. You've been away a long time. Yeah. Or a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah. Marky doesn't know. I don't shine shoes no more. Uh, <laughs> so, um, now go get your fucking shine box. Yes, you're right. So that, that looks really interesting, too. Yeah, you know, um, and Chris Hemsworth has been slayed in, in that movie, too. It's Chris I, Hemsworth yeah. and Andy Taylor-Joy. Andy I did Taylor. see that. Yeah. Um, one Two. thing I want to... Yeah, I got a couple more real quick. Oh, do it, do it. Uh, Philip Baker yeah. Hall died in, uh, during the week. Uh, at mm. 90 years old, I don't know yeah, that he was, fool. He was uh, in Boogie Nights, Hard yeah. Eight. Um, he oh, played, you mean my boy, Philip? That like the the guy, the um, Jimmy the, Gator from Magnolia. The the lead in Hard Eight, the older guy. Yes. Yeah. T W. Remember he? Remember he played the Larry David's doctor? Like yeah, I loved him in Hard Eight. Philip Baker Hall. He is great. He was yeah, and actually I. TW, I wrote down in my notes, Phil Baker Hall, dead at 90, pop, possibly emphysema. Um, and then parentheses, I just wrote Hall 8. 
because yeah. Hard Eight <laughs> is the role that I remember him from, like yeah, more well, than anything. We, we talked about it on here. I forget what yeah. week we were. I forget why we got into that, but he was outstanding in that. Movie. In Hard Eight, yeah, um, yeah. So R.I.P. Philip Baker Hall. Yeah, the guy yeah. crushed it. And mm-hmm. it says I wrote possibly emphysema because he, uh, I think he did announce like several years, three, four years ago that he had emphysema and he's been kind of like uh, out of the public eye yeah. since then. So, you know, it could have been anything, but at his age, um, you know, in any case, the other piece of news, I don't know if you guys watch Peaky Blinders, but I just finished the newest season of that. And for anyone else that's a fan of that show, um, it, this isn't new news, but in 2001, last year, 2021, sorry, uh, they yeah. announced 20 years ago, yeah. they announced, uh, yeah. no, last year they announced that there, there is going to be a Peaky Blinders movie to wrap up the, the story, the series. Um, so the, the latest seasons on Netflix, I just finished that myself the other day. Um, it's a little different because I forget, I feel like an asshole, but the actress that plays the character Polly, she died uh, during production of this season. And so they had to reshoot the entire season uh, for all of her scenes and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that the, the movie and everything, they had to kind of rewrite that too, because the, the filming for the movie now isn't going to happen until like next year. Um, speculating that it won't release until 2024. But for anybody that's a fan of that show, there is going to be some closure with the movie. Okay. And that's my news. I watched the first uh, season of that. I loved it. For some reason, I, I fell off. I don't know why. I don't know if I should I think go there's back like to it. six seasons now, five yeah. maybe. I did. I, I liked it. Uh, maybe I should get back to that shit. Uh, maybe I will. That's pretty good. I, I always liked it. I liked the time period. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. The time period, the violence, you know, the soundtrack. Um, I, I love the uh, the cast. Killian Murphy, huge fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it does it for me. It's not for everybody. Huh. Okay. All right. Uh, do you think it's going to be one of those things where you have to watch all six seasons, know what the fuck's going on when you see the movie? I kind of would think so. It's yeah. like a saga. You know what I mean? It's a long running story and they've come through such different big, it was, it started out so different than where, where it is now. So I this is one of the things I would say yes. That it, it seems like you would need to know what you're getting into. Okay. 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 Well, thank you, Marky, for the breaking news. Um, <laughs> no, no, that wasn't. I wasn't being sarcastic, DP. <laughs> I was. I know it's tough to know the difference with me. I want to talk about a movie that's coming out that's apparently opening next Friday. We are recording tonight, Friday the 17th. This is opening the 24th. I'm looking at this movie, and when I saw the trailer for it and read the premise, and I'm going to read you guys the premise um, in just a minute, um, and now it makes so much more sense that I see who wrote the short story. Shit. Um, It honestly looked to me like it could be either the best horror movie or the worst horror movie I've you've ever fucking seen in your life mm-hmm. it's a movie co- it's called the black phone it's uh um, looks amazing it right it's a short story by joe hill who wrote who wrote one of my favorite books of all time he's uh joe hill is stephen king's son and he wrote a book called horns hey. it's one of my favorite books of all time um but he wrote a short story by the same name called the black phone i'm going to read you guys um the uh, premise real quick okay in 1978, five children go missing in a suburban Colorado town. 
Young baseball pitcher Finney Shaw becomes the sixth when a serial killer dubbed the grabber knocks him unconscious and throws him in a van. Finney wakes up in a soundproof basement with a disconnected phone. He quickly learns of the phone's ability to transmit the voices of the grabber's previous victims who want to help him escape. Meanwhile, Finney's sister Gwen experiences psychic dreams and sends her on a quest to find him. So, like I said, on paper, that sounds either great or awful. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything. It sounds in the like Stephen King's right. son. Exactly. The fuck out of that. Absolutely. Right. The, my problem with this movie is the lead role is Ethan Hawke, who I think gargles balls. I honestly, oh. I hate Ethan Hawke more than Ethan any Hawk. actor. I hate him. I hate him. Let's kill get into him. That. Okay. Kill <laughs> him. All right. Sorry. I, let's get, I, let's I, get into the Ethan Hawke a little bit later. Um, right. I, I want to hear more about that. Yeah. We, we can save some of that. I despise about. him. So, but, but, but not only is it a Joe Hill short story, but this was written by Scott Derrickson, who uh, wrote and directed The Exorcism of Emily. Yeah, you know, DP. The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which scared the fucking bejesus out of me. (laughs) Uh, Marky, did you see the Sinister movies? I feel like... No. I don't know. Either way, he also wrote and directed Doctor Strange, the the original. He might even be doing the the next one. I'm not sure, but I don't think he... I'm sorry. I don't think he did the most recent one, but either way, he wrote the original. No, he did the first one. This this guy's pretty legit. Um, Outside of... um, that cockboy Ethan Hawke. Uh, Wait, sorry. Did you say that the movie is a short or the book was a short? The book was a short by Joe Hill. Um, gotcha. And Joe Hill is his, is his uh, Stephen King's son. It's yeah. his, but it's a pen name, right? Or yeah, name? I don't know what his actual name is. But um, I, again, I, I've re- he, he wrote, a, again, Horns. It was made into a movie. It kind right. of sucked. Daniel he also, Radcliffe. Yeah, he did a, another book that I didn't think was as good called Nosferatu. Um it's spelled weird. And there was, a, I believe, a TV, uh, TV, a TV series based off of it. So his stuff is mm-hmm. getting mainstream. He is, he's legit. Horns is great. Yeah. Read the fucking book. It's amazing. But DJ? Well, and- yeah, okay. oh. I, I, I'll just say real quick. Uh, the Black Phone right now, still early. Saw that. Yep. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it's, like 20, it's like 20 reviews. It's, so it's early. Yeah. But uh, every we don't, we don't know audience reviewed it likes it so yeah. far. Wow. So. Okay. So, and it looks, if you watch the trailer, go watch the trailer if you get a minute. It does look. It looks great. Like, seriously. I'm in. I yeah. mean, I'll, I'll admit, if, if I was trapped in a room with Ethan, Ethan Hawke, I'd want to fucking kill myself, too. So, that does sound <laughs> pretty, pretty horrifying. It's pretty horrifying. But um, <clears throat> it does look good. So, maybe maybe that's something. It, it does open next week. Maybe we can, I don't know. It's hard to get to the theaters, but we can, we can talk about it. We'll talk. I talked to you, didn't <laughs> I? I talked to you. Don't buy nothing. Don't <laughs> buy nothing. We're very heavy Goodfellas tonight, which is good. Yeah. Especially with Ray Liotta dying. This is this is really a lot of Goodfellas tonight. Yeah, yeah. Keep Tell them to keep stirring the sauce. All right. Sorry. All right. Anyways, um, anything else before we get into the actual topic this week? Uh, <clears throat> no. Wait, let's, let's dive into the, to our hey, movie. Hey. Good ones. Deep hey. That's me. Yeah, I don't know why I'm doing that. But anyways, um, <laughs> so this week, like I, I mentioned in the intro, we're going to talk about some movies that are technically in the theaters right now, um, which are, well, one's in the theaters, one is streaming, maybe maybe somewhere in East Bumfuck, you can still watch one in the theater. I don't know. Any of you ever been to East Bumfuck? My guess is DP has, just based on the name of the city. I mean, okay. pretty much, yeah. It's kind of where I live. Oh, like perpetually. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Pretty much everywhere I go becomes East Bumfuck. Although, but if we're talking about East Bumfuck <laughs> in the abstract, you know Marky's been there. Because I've, I've been to Marky's hometown. And that is East Bumfuck. Let's be honest here for a minute. That's that is not <laughs> true. I've, you think that's East Bumfuck? <laughs> I ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, you should see some of the places I have to go for work. <laughs> Marky, I feel like I feel like we maybe even talked about this when I was with AJ down there in North Carolina. I feel like when we went to the wedding, I feel like we had to go into South Carolina just to get into how south of North yes. Carolina you were in. Yeah, like we had to well, dip into south to get into north. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, well, and we you, didn't turn yeah, around. Yeah. We continued <laughs> south, right, yeah. and ended up in North Carolina. But we have really we had weird because they had the GPS on and it would say entering South Carolina. Yeah, I'm like shit. We're not in the same state anymore. But it was like seven minutes if away. You, oh my God. If you zoom in on the map, you yeah. will see a fucked up little like cutout in the in the stage. Yeah. yeah, and you you went in and out right there. That's all you did. Yeah. <laughs> I do, you know what? In all honesty, I love areas of the country like that, though. I love fucking quiet at this point. Living here in this fucking state, uh, quiet is nice. Believe me. I, one day, yeah. I I do imagine myself living somewhere like that one day with like seven dogs. Like that's where I feel. You've you've got to go headed. further out. You know, like that's where where you were at my parents' place. That um, they lived just a few minutes from like what they would call like the downtown or whatever. And that's that used to be every, I used to know everyone in that town pretty much like growing up. Now I go down there and everyone I used to know has moved out and it's been replaced by people that have come down with their pensions and, yeah. uh, t- you know, social security checks from like the New York cops and firefighters and shit. It's a beautiful fucking area, man. It's right. really a beautiful area. I loved it there. So anyways, yeah, seriously, we just got off topic because I said East Bum Fox. Mm-hmm. That's really where the ADD is going tonight. So it's all it takes let's, nowadays let's focused, on this podcast. Baby. Let's get focused. All right. Let's talk about these movies. I, um, I, I think we should start off with, uh, so the two movies we watched this week are the Northman and uh, everything everywhere all at once. Um, Question. Yeah. Are we going to spoil the shit out of both of these? Yes. And yes. DP, when, when we, when we post this, uh, please put this, this is a spoiler Heavy. Full fucking episode. We're gonna talk yeah, all about that. We gotta talk through and through. Yeah, I think we need to talk about the Northman first because I have a feeling. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear what you guys thought. So yeah, that I, I, yeah. I, so that I can see it and find out. You haven't seen the Northman yet? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're an asshole. <laughs> um, so, but I, I just think the everything everywhere all at once is gonna be a longer conversation. So I think it we is, should get the Northman deeper. out of it. Oh, it is this way. It is one of them is more straightforward yeah. than the other. Yeah. So um, we're gonna talk about the Northman. Hold on. Uh, bear with me real quick. I want to sound professional, uh, which I normally don't, but I want to, you know, be like, I want to talk about who's the fucking this person and that. So um, it, it, it obviously it just it just came out in theaters. It's on streaming right now. Uh, it didn't do amazingly well in the theaters, but you can't really talk too much shit right now about movies in theaters other than Top Gun because it's doing great. But um, it didn't really it did about 70 million in the box office, but the budget is about 70 to 90. So as of right now, it's not making too much money, but it has been doing well uh, streaming on Peacock right now. So if you guys have Peacock, um, go ahead and watch it. Uh, it is director directed by uh, Robert Eggers. Um, and it stars uh, Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Clayus Bang, Anna Taylor Joy, Ethan Hawke, uh, Bjork, Willem Dafoe, um, and um, it, it, it's basically a, a, a Viking allegory 
um, that goes, you know, that revenge story type deal. You know, you guys, I'm sure you've seen anybody who's into movies has probably seen the commercials and things like that knows what the fucking thing's about. Let's talk about how we felt about it. AJ, you've been, you've been quiet so far. Why don't you tell me what you think about the Northman? You're on mute. <laughs> He's apparently staying on mute. AJ. Yes. <laughs> all right. Hard, so, hard pass. So uh, you don't want to talk about it. Or you I, I don't know. I, I guess I need to, I guess I need to be more like, Counter punching on this one because I, I don't know how to get in this conversation okay. started. Okay. Well, let, right. let me well, talk about I, it. I honestly, I honestly don't. The movie that I've been I've been trying to yeah. get you guys to see for. I was going to say, Marky kind of looks like all the characters for the movie, so I think he should. <laughs> I think right. he should begin. That's a compliment. Yeah. You look like a Viking. Yeah. That's a compliment. Okay? Would bleach that beard. And you're... <laughs> yeah, I'm just missing uh, about 200 pounds. Yes, <laughs> and steroids. So yeah, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, your boy Skarsgård. He was monster. Like, yeah, how do you think Skarsgård got so good? What do you think he was doing? Like jazzercise or spinning? Yeah, no. <laughs> Intermittent Pilates. Fasting? Yeah, you know? advanced Pilates. Like what was, <laughs> he, what was he doing? Some dancing on and off on his rest day. Zumba. Like what was huh? he doing? Huh? He's fucking huge. Yeah, just drinking stem cells straight from the spinal cord <laughs> fetus. <laughs> Just bathing in Illuminati liquid. <laughs> like, just, yeah. like, hack man. Just <laughs> grabbing the babies and drinking it straight from their spine. He looks great. The uh, Skarsgård, you look fucking great, buddy. He so looks in great. this this movie, um, Robert Edgars, uh, he ran into Skarsgård, or they, they kind of clipped together, and uh, Skarsgård had been wanting to do a Viking movie. And from what I read, um, Robert Edgars kind of wrote this with him in mind or wrote this around him i believe and uh i also saw something that he had this script for a while so who knows how long ago this happened you know how sometimes these dudes just sit on scripts or they're like hey i had this idea for a script that i wrote 20 fucking years ago right i have no idea um but robert edgars did gain a little bit of popularity after the northman and the witch which were both independent movies that had a a very the lighthouse sorry what did i say the Northman. Northman. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the Lighthouse yeah, and the Witch, which you um, loved. You and AJ. Yes, loved. I did very much. So I was, yeah. I was waiting. So the for this. Yes, I was waiting for this movie, The Northman, because I loved his two previous films, um, and I loved the idea. Uh, I, I loved the idea of, of a, a Viking revenge story because you, you could see it in the trailer. It's very straightforward what they were going for there. Like uh, the, it starts out with. Um, I will avenge you, Father. I will save you, Mother. I will kill you, Fionnir. Yeah, Mar- Marky, real quick, just just do. Why don't you do like a quick, just a quick synopsis on what it's about? You know, just yeah, on, so on, on the surface. The for anybody who doesn't know, the wonderful actor that is Ethan Hawke that has blessed our screens for generations. <laughs> um, yeah. He plays. Didn't start well. <laughs> he plays a king. Um, you know, and it's forgive me because it's been a couple months now since I've seen this movie. Um, he plays a king, and uh, his son, who later is cast by uh, Alexander Skarsgård, the king is killed by his brother, and the wife of the king is kidnapped. They try to kill the son, the son escapes. The son grows up to be a Hulk of a person is almost like an Arnold Schwarzenegger Conan story where he just comes out the other side being six foot five and 250 pounds. 
Yeah, of, uh, Marky, very, very quick. Yeah. I just want to say one thing and I'll let you go. He uh, was technically a berserker, which is which is funny because right. that was DP's favorite wrestler of all time was the berserker. Right. The WWF, just so you know. I just wanted to make sure that was okay. There. So everyone knows that. Let's listening. DP's favorite wrestler, I, the berserker. So I 100 percent thought of the berserker <laughs> when I watched that movie. I shit you not, dude. I shit you not. That's what he was. He was a berserker. All right, sorry. Go so ahead. he does. He does. He comes out. Uh, you know, berserkers are like in Norse uh, history, feared as like some of the 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 yeah, most badass yeah, dudes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the most serious, deadly warriors. They're they're the biggest. They're the meanest. They're the, the most psychotic. And that's kind of how Alexander Skarsgård is raised. His name is Amlet. Um, this character that he plays, and so. He then has a vision that it is now time for him to return to avenge his father, save his mother, kill Fjolnir. That's his uncle. So he goes, and that's all it is. The story is very straightforward. He goes, uh, yeah, revenge story. Yeah, it's a revenge story. He once he's a grown man and he knows how to fight. He finds his way back, finds where Fjolnir is. The um, you know, spoiler, quick synopsis of the movie. He finds him. He finds his mother. It's not as cut and dry as he thought it was. Right, his right. his mother uh, went willingly, hated his uh, his father, Amlet's mm. father, loved the brother. Um, now Amlet has a new little brother. Things happen. He Amlet falls in love with the lady. He gets her pregnant. He kills his mom. He kills his uh, half brother, and he has an epic battle with Fjolnir inside of a volcano while they're both naked. And he chops off Fjolnir's head as he takes a sword through the heart, but uh, not after knowing that he has knocked up his lady and she's going to have twins, one of them being the queen regent in the future. You know, it, it, was, it wasn't until... That was a lot covered. Yeah, it wasn't until <laughs> yeah, yeah, you covered it, a lot of ground right there. Yeah. I've been waiting for this movie, man. Very succinctly, too. I, I think you did a yeah, nice job there, buddy. Yeah, you know, but it, I don't know about you guys, but it wasn't about uh, it was three quarters of the way through the movie that my dumbass actually realized that this was the story of Hamlet. The main character's name is Hamlet, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's the same name, the letters are just switched around. And so when I got home, I did a little Googling, come to find out the, the story of Hamlet from Shakespeare was borrowed from an Icelandic tale by the name of Hamlet. So oh. fuck me for not knowing that. But so Robert I Eggers. Yeah. There, were not, there were actually a yeah, number of Shakespearean alone. things in that movie. There was even like a fucking borderline Oedipus moment. So, mm-hmm. um, right. Yeah. So I think he took a lot from that, which is not a bad thing. He did. He did. So this is. Absolutely, T.W. This is this is um, this is Robert Edgar's t- uh, version of Hamlet, if you will, mm-hmm. which, you know, he's kind of going further back in time to it, it, one of the early uh, more original iterations. But even then, the original version of uh, Hamlet from Iceland was a spoken tale. So no one has that shit. Actually, you know, it's it's all. uh it's it's all creative interpretation mm-hmm. but the story is it's you know it's the story is as old as time it's that bare bones uh father's killed mother's kidnapped um attempted assassination you grow up and you get the revenge it's it's a very simple story 
I appreciated that for what it was. I'll let you guys speak on it here in a second. What I really did, what I really liked about this movie um, was how kind of more so it was more uh, realistic, I think, than The Lighthouse and The Witch. But it also still sprinkled in that supernatural. But it, it did the supernatural in a way that you could say that it was a dream or a hallucination and not necessarily an actual God or witch that had visited him. Um, Yes, I'm done. AJ, um, you, you were talking about counter punching and you were just, you know, throwing your hand up there. Like you want to throw one. What do you got? Well, Marky, when you say realistic, can I replace that word with like approachable? It's probably the most approachable Robert Eggers film so far. Can I yeah. ask you guys have not seen The Witch or The Lighthouse DPTW? I've seen some of The Witch. So this one, even from the, the way that the, the actress is speaking and stuff, it's just much more approachable. And Marky did mention it's like a very straightforward revenge story. Those are sort of the themes like avenge, rescue, murder. Like those are the the things that, that that are being put forward. But I also love in this movie all the Norse stuff, like all the, right. the Valkyries, the 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 um Valhalla, like the mm-hmm. meet you at the gates of hell with one hell. Like that's all the Norse stuff. Like I, I thought that was so well done. It's not mm-hmm. something you I don't know. I, I started thinking i thinking i should watch that show vikings now <laughs> based on you know watching this film because i really enjoyed um so the lore of it right. um i loved skarsgård's performance i thought he was terrific i thought nicole kidman was amazing um yeah it's good to see her again yeah throughout she's just she's amazing anyway and um i don't know it's just there, there were parts of it that you know that were very 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 eggers right but there was a lot of it that was the very, weirdness yeah there was a lot of it that was approachable but even the weirdness i think was e- much easier to follow than like say the weirdness of the lighthouse yeah well the you weirdness know? came through with uh willem dafoe and uh like some of the uh hallucinations that he went on like uh bjork the witch and the burned out hut yeah yes 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 exactly so yeah i i mean i really enjoyed it i I don't i don't know that it's for everyone but i really i enjoyed my time with the northman i actually watched it today nice and um yeah i don't know this he really a lot of the stuff is very visceral. Like you want, like very. that, like that battle at the the fight at the end, the volcano fight. Yes, very, very, very visceral. Like mm-hmm. you know, that, that was some real man sweat there. <laughs> yeah, guys, Jesus like, Christ. You know, but I also really liked uh, that they were fighting sword and shield at first. I right. thought that was cool that they were doing sword and shield. A lot of times in these like epic sword fights, it's just they got the swords. Yeah, but and they had the clang, shields up. Clang, yeah, 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 swords together. Like, yeah. But it, 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 I think they choreographed the fight in such a uh, like a cooler way. I just I thought it was different, and I I really enjoyed it. I also thought the guy I don't call the I don't know the actor's name. I'd have to look around Tomatoes that played the uncle. Right. I thought he was great. 
too. You know, I agree. So. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't recognize him. But he his name fantastic. is Clay, that's the guy I said. Clay Clay is Bang, I believe his name is. Okay, Clay. okay, yeah. Nah, I don't know. I don't, I, know I, I don't. I don't know that I've seen him in anything, but um, I thought he was good. He was. I don't know that fool. The casting was good for him. Nord or Iceland or, or something. There was something that gets like brought up at the end when he makes that decision to jump off the boat and swim back to, to finish it once and for all. Where he, um, he had they had said some, I, I forget how it was presented to me earlier. Whether it was from one of the, from one of the. Um, that witch the, that he, he had met witch earlier, in the hut. where he had to, he was going to have to choose between like, Oh, right. His kin and like the revenge or, re- or, or revenge. Right. Yeah. And he thought he, he, says could have, he, choose, he thought he thought he could have both. Well, he says he does. He's like, I'm going to choose both. And I right. think he did. And his idea for choosing both or his thought process and choosing both was that he was, going for revenge he kills his uncle and by killing his uncle he protects his kin so he's living he, he was in a yeah in a loose roundabout way he got both yeah and, and tw the oedipus scene you're talking about um mm-hmm. i thought that was really well acted by those two yeah in that scene like they did a really the disgust really of scars guard he's like what are you doing like yeah no. like what this isn't how those things are supposed to go what right. i'm here just to kill the uncle I well, didn't know what to expect, but well, let me just yeah. say, D- DP has been silent so far. I know, he, I know, he's watched it, so I'd like to get DP's take on the Northman. DP, so, um, yeah, DP's been quiet. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what. So, like, I was expecting a like, like this vicious uh, revenge movie, you know, where he comes and kicks ass. But like, there was so much more to it, and it was so much more like. Uh, it, you know, like how it turns out the mother wasn't fucking kidnapped. That right. this dude's dad was kind of a piece of shit, and right. she wanted away from. Well, it's him. Ethan Hawke. I mean, yeah, I think they're they're all, they're all kind of pieces of shit, right? In the yeah. end, like, oh. yeah. And, and that, then it turns out he yeah. kind of turns into his father, and and is a piece of shit. Is you know Anya Taylor Joy there? Is like just Slave. fucking come with me. Like I'm pregnant. We got this baby. We can go and be happy and instead he goes and fights a dude in a kind of like an idiot yeah in a volcano naked and and like all he had to do was just go with the woman and everything would be fine but like his dad he you know chose the battle and all the battle and the war over his family which is what made his wife want to <coughs> fucking leave uh, his dad to begin with. So it was all right. Like the Valkyrie to Valhalla circle of, mm-hmm. you know, stupidity on his part and on his dad's part. And it, so like I said, I, I, I was surprised by what we got from it, but I, I did thoroughly enjoy it. I thought it was really well done. Um, so Skarsgård was great. I thought Anna Taylor, Taylor Joy was insanely good like she uh like her every time she was on screen i was fucking interested i'm like yeah yeah. i'm fucking like what do you get to say she drew you in every time she was there she was excellent um but yeah overall it, it was wasn't what i was expecting but it was better than what I was expecting because they kind of, you know, they, they threw a bit of a curveball at you. 
But I could also see why people wouldn't like it. Like if you're yeah. going in expecting like this, like you know, kick-ass Viking movie with people killing each other, you <clears throat> might leave a little upset. But it's, a little yeah. he- it's a little headier. Yeah, it is. It's, it's as straightforward. I thought they as did the, a great job. Yeah, I, yeah, that's it's a good way to put it, DP, because there's there are as straightforward as the uh, base premise of the or the plot is. There, mm-hmm. I think there is more layers to kind of peel back and look it's at. Like, um, totally, it's like oh, how yeah. you get. It's how they got there, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're telling a straightforward revenge story, but sort of like the journey. And uh, Scar's guard, he falters there at the very end, like he's so dead yeah. set his what whole life. Dick. He's I mean, been she was dead just like, set. "Fucking come with me. This is over. Yeah. We're done. We win." We- even jerk off fucking jumps off the boat. I was so fucking <laughs> mad at him at that point. Like I, yeah. I wanted him to die. Right. I well, how's so, he going to swim I'm that so far? I'm so glad he died. Well, I was, I was it. thinking even more jerk so off. when, yeah. when he uh, jerk off. When he confronts <laughs> his mom. He confronts his mom and and she tells him what okay, really your happened. Your dad was a cunt. And that's like his whole life. He's been helping on this revenge that was. Uh, plain Jane, straightforward. And now he's like, what the fuck? Like, no, he's like, I'm just going to fucking disregard all that and stick with my fucking revenge. Shut up, mom. Oh, so before TW TW jumps in with his thoughts, um, I wanted to mention, like, you know, we talked about the visceral nature of it. I think the color palette lent itself to that, especially the fiery, the amber, the orangey, orange sort of scenes mm-hmm. um, ramped up more, more yeah. of the tension in those scenes. I just thought, you know, a lot of it was like very gray and very, you know, drab, like, you know, almost yeah, like, a right. waste, like a wasteland almost like, yeah. you know, and, and then, then they get to those moments um, when there's, and there's, a, you know, and the there's fire, a fire blazing and it's it, exactly. orange, like this amber hue, you know, and it was, yeah. it was really cool. Really cool, Hugh. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's. I just wanted to add that there. No, that's no, that's that's a good point. It's because you're right. I mean, there was it was either uh, cool or hot, and that that was almost like a temper, the temperament of the movie too. Yeah. Between the characters. Um, Definitely very thoughtful, you know. Yeah, and the the soundtrack, the the uh, the the music composition the was, score was interesting yeah yeah it that it felt very primal um i'll tell you what i don't know if it was actually filmed in iceland but it, it made me want to go to iceland like you know looking at the just the terrain and those fucking beautiful shots i was like man i so, want to go there it's fucking I gorgeous could, <sighs> i could i could fill you in a little bit on that um on with my googling looking into after the after i watched this movie they did mm-hmm. do a bunch of scouting in iceland they found all the, the places they wanted to film in iceland mm-hmm. and then covid hit mm-hmm. and they oh. couldn't leave the uk so they filmed mm-hmm. it in Jeez. ireland and they green screened the volcano in the background mm-hmm. and they trucked in rocks and just dropped them on the ground to make it look like iceland and they uh built those huts they they actually one of those uh, uh, longhouses that they made th- they built it like the tra- traditional style with the mm-hmm. sod roof and when it came they had to wait so long they waited like a year 
before they could actually start filming. When they came back, they had to mow the roof because it was overgrown and like the earth oh, had started to retake that longhouse. I really like how they filmed the, the interior of those longhouse scenes. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were interesting how they framed them in some of the, some of the, uh, scene, some of the uh, more dramatic scenes, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's the movie. Um, like, like I keep saying, I was, I've been, I was very excited for this movie. I had to like try and temper my expectations because you know, when you get, too excited for something and you're like fuck i don't want to like right. overexcite myself and then let myself down <clears throat> so i was i could tell i was doing that for myself because i loved robert eggers two previous movies <clears throat> the viking okay. revenge story just sound like it was just striking a chord like everything like was checking a box like damn this sounds badass and so when i watched it even as i was watching it like i it was, it was a weird feeling because I was like, this isn't what I, what I was, what I was uh, expecting as I was watching it, but I was great, but I was also like enjoying what I was seeing. And then the further time went on after watching the movie and I was thinking back on it, I think I have like a fonder uh, memory of it mm-hmm. looking back at it. And I'd, I'd love to see it again and kind of break it down even further and look for some more details. Yeah. All right. Well, let me just say, uh, let me tell you what I, what I liked about it. Um, I agree with DP Anna Taylor joy um, was terrific. I, I wish it was more of her in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, right, sort of underused. Yeah. And, and the fact that uh, DP we've agreed that uh, that last Mad Max was um, shit run over twice, but I would yeah, see, oh yeah, I would see the new Furiosa movie with her as a lead. <laughs> Because she was fucking great. She's I, a terrific I, actress. She's been Actually, killing it lately. She's in a lot of stuff. So, Marky, so the, the, mm-hmm. the lady with the no eyes, that was Bjork? Yes. And the I, like, I, I, like, I liked that character, she was, too. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I I too. Who, who would have thought? That was a really interesting scene. Yeah. So. I, yeah. Uh, I liked the scene where they were playing that bizarre sporting event. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah the that. kid you know, out there. The big yeah, guy. That, that kid was insufferable, but you know that, uh, yeah, the big guy was uh oh, oh, glad he got fucked up. Oh my that, god, I've <laughs> never seen a character so happy to die. But that was uh <laughs> half Thor Bjornson. A little douchebag. But uh I also the big guy I also, was the mountain. I also liked that twist. Oh wow, really? I also liked mm-hmm. the twist when uh they're in the before the Oedipus scene where Nicole Kidman kind of um tells him that he's just been fucking wrong this entire time yeah Um, Yeah. outside of those things i absolutely thought everything else sucked i really didn't like i'm sorry i'm not doing this to fuck with you guys i really didn't like the movie i i I just didn't Mm -hmm. i thought it was i I thought it was boring i found it like it focused way too much on like hocus pocus and pointless fucking mysticism and uh, i just like it was it was it, it seemed like it was confused to the movie like it it almost couldn't figure out if it wanted to be serious or like a campy romp. That's why you have these weird fuck that weird scene where they're naked fighting over lava. Like that's a campy romp kind of thing. Um, I don't know. And there was no character development. It's just like he got away and now he's just older and he kills people now. And now he's ready to take revenge. Like, I just didn't feel like, like, I don't know. It was the, the, the the plot was choppy. I, I just, I don't know. I really wanted to love it because I love Skarsgård, um, and I thought he was just all right. I I have to disagree with whoever said was AJ that said Nicole Kidman. I thought Nicole Kidman was dreadful in this movie, and I like her. 
I like her. I thought she was plastic, that unmoving face the whole time. There was just nothing for me. Um, I didn't like it. And I thought, honestly, I thought most of it was pretty fucking predictable. Uh, I mean, if you want to watch the movie for its visceral effects, go ahead. Uh, I just think this is kind of shot. Uh, and, and Marky, when you mentioned that about Ireland, when I thought about it, I saw some of those like really grassy terrains. I'm like, well, that makes sense. That was beautiful. I, lo- I yeah. love that. Um, outside of that, I really kind of found it was like borderline dreadful. And listen, I, I, I it didn't start well, obviously. Anytime you start a movie with Ethan Hawke, you know, it's not going to go well. Um <laughs> And oh, so like, I just, I just, I just didn't, I, I just didn't care That's about what I the, wanted to get into. I just didn't, no, I just, no, I just, listen, I just didn't care about the revenge at that point. Cause you're revenging that fucking guy who I hated before you even figured out he was a piece of shit as what a character. Happened I just, to you where Ethan Hawke was on the other end. What did, did, did he touch did you? Did Ethan Hawke steal one of your girlfriends? He's what just happened? a, no, he's just a dreadful <laughs> actor. I think he's not very good. I think I don't know like how he's made it as far as he has. I he, look, I look all, all the best to him. He's a fucking. I'm sure he makes far more money than I'll ever make in my life. But I just I don't think he's very. What if he good. doesn't know? What if he's like you and him are making the same amount? Yeah, he won't. Or like he makes it up and he just pisses it all away in acting, on acting classes that don't work, like something yeah. like that. Like I just, I just, I just, I don't like him. And I think my hatred really started for him in training day because I thought training day was fucking horrible. And I thought he huh. was what made that movie huh. horrible. And mm. I think it, it really fucked with Denzel cause he was so bad. I didn't think Denzel was all that much better in it, but I don't know. I've just hated him since then. And uh, every time I've seen him since he's just been fucking brutal. He was yeah. even in, remember he was in that movie that they filmed for like 10 years. Remember that one with uh, one of the yeah, pitches? Yeah. I hated him in that too. I just hate his face. All those like before sunset and after sunrise and they're all, and I like, I like the, the bitch that he's in with those movies, but like, he's just so bad. He's a bad actor, but I'm not, I'm not placing just the fact that that dipshit started off the movie as the king as to why I don't like it. I just thought the movie was just kind of boring and predictable. I felt myself very early on going like, can we fucking get on with this? Like, you know, hold on, Mark, I'll, I'll do, but like, you know, some movies, like there's like a really slow burn, but like the slow burn is really interesting. So you're like, oh, I'm on board for this. Okay. The fucking, the down parts of this movie were so boring that I literally fell asleep at one point. I literally fell asleep in the middle of the movie. It was so bad. I, I really, I really, I really disliked it. Other than those, you know, couple of factors that were all right. I'm just saying, listen, AJ, even a minute, there's some people that might not like it. I'm one of those fucking yeah. people. I didn't like it. Sorry. Yeah, the, the user reviews are in the 60 percent trial. So yeah, you know, I, it's not as bad I, as Wally, I, I but it's, it. it's you know, I, I will concede that uh I mean I'll, I'll tell you right now that I think this out of the three Robert Eggers movie, I think that this one is the at the at the bottom, hmm. right? And for me it's Lighthouse Witch in this one. Yes, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um and like, I still what, like what this I, one. I, I still do too. And uh, what I was saying earlier about I how adore I, I try not to, uh, you know, uh, over ex- or exceed my expectations or whatever, you know, think about it too much and just like it. So as I was watching it and I was saying like, you know, this isn't kind of what I expected, but, you know, I'm still liking it. There is still a piece of me that uh, knows that like this, it's, it's, 
something is kind of missing or they race through it or they cut out too much. Um, but at the same time, it's a very simple story. So like I, I do like where they went with it. TW, I do understand also those, uh, the, the boring scenes. I mean, they just kind of drug on for a bit and it could have just been at sometimes it felt like it either needed to be full mysticism or just cut it out entirely. Um, you know, where I mentioned that uh, you feel like it might be a dream or he's just like hallucinating it. But I, I kind of wish they would have gone more into that, but that might also be my, uh, my appreciation for the lighthouse where it's just yeah. like full on crazy. And by the way, the lava scene was just stupid. It was just stupid. I didn't. I appreciated the, the over the topness by uh, the end. Here. I wanted to see that. Can I just say, I, I think what happened with this movie is um, like Robert Eggers wanted to do one thing, but the studio was like, we're giving you fucking $40 million to make this movie. More than that. You're going to do like this. Yeah. Whatever. No, it was, it was like, way no, it was like, more. it was like 80, it was like $80 million. Yeah. Way more than he's ever had. They, you're right. You're right. He's, he's always been on a low budget. Yeah. yeah, and so, and so I, he wanted to do one thing, and the studio was like, "No, no, 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 do this." And they had no choice but to kind of kowtow to the studio with some maybe. shit, and then like speculation went overboard with other shit to Here's make so. up for it. So, like, I I did feel like some of it was yeah. Robert Eggers like you know, it was what, it was what, it was what I would what I would what I'd like Sorry, what I'd like ahead. to see what I. <laughs> What I'd like to see him do is, you know, now you know he's made some money on this film. Go back and he know. didn't. Uh, I mean, maybe yeah, this, he, this he made something on this. Hard. Mm, well, he may have no, gone no, in, in the in the theater. In the theater, however, um, the the rentals on and the uptick in uh, people subscribing to Peacock, they it, it made some money it, eventually. It, yeah. And it was one of the higher rentals for the opening weekend that it came. Well, I, I guess if he made, he probably made more. I don't know how much he made on the other two films, but what I guess Not I'm much. saying is, what I'm guess I'm saying is maybe he could go back and make another, another indie film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just as long yeah. just don't you know leave Ethan Hawke out. I mean, other than that. Oh, know. and I hope this does. Wow, your yeah. hatred of Ethan Hawke is awesome. You know, it, I, it's it my sucks. favorite thing that's it ever sucks. happened. You want to do an if Ethan could, Hawke episode? Uh, Add on a little bit 100%. too to that. You said that the uh, the budget was like 80, 90 million dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. I saw something that was uh, uh, 200, but the studio was like 90. And I was asking the podcast dear friend Andrew Harvey about that. I was like, I don't, you know, I don't understand these numbers. Like it said it was yeah. 90, and it said that 90, he yeah. made like 110 in the box office, but he still is like 90 short of the budget. Like, where's this other 90 million? And Andrew was saying, like, oh. It was ninety million to make the movie, and it was a hundred and ten million for marketing. And okay, like well, they spent more on marketing, and they fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you that just according to Wikipedia, which I mean is always a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, right? that, anybody uh, never anything wrong on Wikipedia. Um, never budget, and again, Mark, this isn't marketing; it's just budget for the film. Seventy and seven. It was between seventy and ninety million, and the box office, and this is just theater. Was sixty eight point seven. So, 
if they were on the low end of that budget and they close to broke even, but then they, again, they made money off, off Peacock. So, I mean, and that's, you know, they did pull it from the uh, theater. It was only in the theaters for like a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. I mean, pretty short run. only massive fucking blockbuster movies like Top Gun Maverick are, go- are going Well, that's not to... true. That's everything everywhere all at once stayed in there. Once it was, no, if... no, no, no. I, I, I'm saying oh, right. uh, that are going to make a lot of money right Yeah. Now. Uh, I don't think, I mean, I can look up what that made. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but. Well, um, they do stay in there. If they're, if they're doing well, um, again, I don't know what I'm talking about. If they're doing well. They stay. It is, by the way, everything, everything is doing well. Everything is doing well. The Northmen did not do well. It was Uh, progressively doing worse. And they're like, fucking sink this ship now. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like that, uh, Mark, did you guys, was there a week you talked about that fucking Matt Damon one? Um, you know, the, mm-hmm. the last okay. duel. So that movie was did very well, uh, not just critics but audience streaming, well, but, but it mm-hmm. absolutely bombed, bombed, huge, yes, bombed, huge bomb. Uh, but that yeah. is apparently a very good movie. I haven't seen it. Yes, it I is. do. I you do should know, check it out. I do right. know the historical background to it. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds fucking great. I will see it at some point. But yeah, it's a, it's you know that's another. Right now, it's tough. Um, like yeah. I said, people. There's only movies that are making people really excited to come out are getting people to come oh, out. Oh man, it's like, the fuck fucking no. theaters, man. Buy some popcorn. Yeah, I fucking yeah. love the theater. It's it's yeah, oh, it's great. It, yeah, it's, you want to go fucking balls out to the wall? Hell yeah, Top Gun, man. God mm-hmm. damn, that's what a theater's for. Yeah, yeah. But Top Gun Maverick is a fucking masterpiece. I, I gotta see it. Don't say anything. I gotta see it still. But uh, uh, you Tom guys Cruise. have any? Do you guys have any closing Jennifer thoughts Connelly. on the uh, on the Northman before we uh, move to our other Miles movie? Teller? Um, <laughs> no, I love Miles Teller. No, I'm out. Yeah. Was, um, my last thing on the Northman is um, like it could have and should have been better than it was. Like, it has all the bones to be a great movie, but, I don't know, something mm-hmm. something just didn't work with it. It was Ethan Hawke. Like, it didn't it suck. I, I didn't hate it. No, it was I Ethan Hawke. I, I enjoyed it, but it just wasn't great. It right, should have been great. And because of Ethan Hawke, and you don't, you don't realize it. It's not Ethan Hawke. DP, when you Dude, really fucking back, Reality Bites is one of my all-time favorite <laughs> no, movies. No, I, actually, I don't mind that movie. Not, it's he's a great not good flick, at, he's, he's not good at it, but it's, it's yeah. everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts, right, Marky, go ahead. I know. I think I think DP was on something there uh, before he was really interrupted by <laughs> oh, this, this man. But Hawk. it's you know, you're Ethan Hawke. It 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 was on a track to be something beautiful, brilliant, and um, no. with what there was, I wish that we saw more Willem Dafoe. Um, I wish there was more Bjork. I wish there was more. She was the, great. I wish there was mm-hmm. more that of that uh, pure North Norse mythology um, in the lighthouse and in the witch. There is more uh, mythology that's heavily laid on top. It's not just like these dreams and hallucinations. It is thick in, in the plot and, and interwoven, especially in the lighthouse. Marky, yeah. Marky, especially if, if Robert Eggers did a spinoff on just Anna Taylor Joy's character because she was she was like she was a witch like she's got powers. I would uh-huh. see that fucking movie. You know she I was in she the was amazing. On, Anya Taylor yeah, Joy she's is in, the, in witch. the witch. And also can I actually let me ask you uh Marky a she quick question. She becomes a witch. You do you know, realize like, this, right? You know right, you know when the scene breaks in the Northmen they they would have that like weird kind of they would do like 
it's hard to explain. There was like this weird spelling of shit when they would go into different scenes. That mm-hmm. reminded me of The Witch a lot. Like I thought yeah. that was very similar to The Witch. Um, and again, I haven't seen that in full, so I can't I can't talk to it completely. But I forgot about that again. in the North in the Northmen. It was it like like yeah, some old like Gaelic like or something? Yeah, it was like but, exactly. It was a the, weird the runes like the yeah, old like Norse looked, runes. Or it something? reminded me of of that, but. Um, okay. Again, I, I think there were elements there that had some potential. I just the last the they last focused thing on other shit that should have been better. I do want to say about the movie is, um, I, you know, <clears throat> at the least there's it kind of left us hanging for more. There, I wish there was more to it, um, but there were some scenes in that movie that I think are going to stick with me for a long time. Particularly the long track scene where he plays the berserker bear wolf. And climbs the uh, that that's that uh, spiked fortress by first catching a spear, throwing it back at the dude, and then goes in there. He ends up biting a guy in the neck. Like there's some scenes in that movie that made my hair stand up. That being one of them. And then when he's also playing that weird lacrosse game with uh, like the the mountain, and he ends up saving that retarded <laughs> kid. Sorry yeah, for he, my language. Yeah, Excuse my language. Yeah, no. Um, no, he but he ends he up would, headbutting the mountain to death, yeah. and he's just like screaming as he smashes that guy's head in. Like again, like just chills, like hair standing up on my arms. Do you know the best character in that movie was that fucking sword? You remember the sword? Yeah, the, the, the best the, character in the whole it's movie. Called Draugr. Yeah, best, best character. I wish I had that sword. I it was would kill so many. And it was kind of an interesting scene when he went to get the sword. Yeah, and, and, and also he had I, the. Let me tell you one other part I liked was when, remember, after he killed those dudes and like placed them in that bizarre yeah. manner where he put them up on that, like made it look like a, yeah, like some sort of spirit had taken remember them apart. They, they brought uh-huh. in some other like older witch who like touched the wounds and was like, this weapon is not of this world. I like that part. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And was she was, she ass. said it was like, it was hung. It's a hungry weapon or something. Yeah. Like, that it needs sword, to feed or something. That sword yeah. should have its own movie. Like that, that yeah. was like fucking great. I love that sword. Right. It, but that, but that's what it is. Like the, the mythology and like the, um, the lore, you know, the AJ, Norse stuff was cool. AJ, can yeah. I tell you like my, 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 my wish, my one wish in this world is I could get that sword and kill Ethan Hawke with it. Oh, wow. Like, is there any, like, is there any scenario where that could happen? Do you I think mean, you why do you hate Ethan Hawke? He's pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't not. know. It's He's so terrible. weird. I thought he did good in this. And what's funny to me is I have have no beef with Ethan Hawke, but my dad hates Kevin Costner, and I can't figure out why. Oh, he's an asshole. I like Kevin Costner, but he's an asshole. (laughs) I've asked him, like, what do you have against Kevin Costner? You know. Yeah, I'm like, no, I don't. Ethan Hawke is the fucking bad guy on uh, Moon Knight. Was fucking excellent. He did great in that. I don't know. know. Joe was lacking, but he did great in that. I don't know that fool. All right. (laughs) All right, so are we anything else in the Northman or should we move nah, on? No, let's move on. Ethan Hawke is your Kevin Costner. I got yes, it. Yes, sir. So, yeah, let, let, let's move on. All right, so we did do another movie this week, guys. Um, it, it, it's uh, a movie that is still technically in the theaters, although you can um, you can buy it on Voodoo, which I did. I now have a chance to get to the theaters, which means... Am I correct when it said I bought that movie for 20 bucks on Vudu? That means I could just watch that movie whenever I want. Yes, yeah. sir. So it's mine now. It is, yeah. It's like buying the DVD, you know. 
Fantastic. Also, remember when we used to buy? Remember when people used to buy DVDs? Remember when I, I used to have a shitload of those. Oh yeah, I had a ton. Yeah, of we them. have the we have some of those in our bunker. Yes, just, we just do. Um, <laughs> so this movie again, you can see it in the theaters, or you can watch it on Vudu, but you got to buy it uh, for twenty bucks. It's called Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, it's a movie that kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, that's not a. Uh, I'm not doing something. I'm not trying to be cheeky here, but it did just kind of come out of nowhere. Like I know I never heard of this movie. I knew nothing about it. And then suddenly it was just on us and the reviews are fucking out of control. Uh, so it's done quite well in the box office. Um, shockingly, it's only a $25 million budget. It's made, it's made Yeah. It's made about 85, $90 million just in the box office. I don't know if they've added in, like people buy yeah. it on a voodoo or not, but uh, I know DP was uh, someone who saw this first. He'd been very excited about it. Uh, DP, you knew about it shortly before it came out. You went mm-hmm. and saw it right away. You loved it. Why don't you tell us what it's about? And uh, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you uh, hold court here on this movie because I, I know how you felt about it. Go ahead. Yeah. So I, I love this movie. This is one. Um, it, you know, it, it was originally released to just kind of a handful of theaters, and that's when I went and saw it. Um, it it's written and directed by the Daniels, is what they go by. Yeah, it sorry. is. Um, it's Dan Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, I believe is how you pronounce it. But uh, these two guys, they work together, they write and direct films, um, and, and this is their fucking magnum opus this movie is absolutely beautiful uh it stars michelle yo uh who you know you know from a lot of shit she's been in a ton of stuff and uh, uh what's it ki who kwan ki hai kwan i don't know however the dude who played fucking short round in indiana jones and the temple yeah. of doom Oh shit! Fucking short round is back and is the, the co-star of this film, which, um, again, and, and it also came out at this beautiful time where, uh, uh like, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, it, it was about to come out. The uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, which dealt with multiverse shit, had just come out, so it was kind of right in the middle of all this multiverse type hysteria and this movie comes out and it is just just so fucking beautiful and and it's about uh this family uh you know mom and her husband and their daughter that you know just kind of your average uh family they're struggling to get by but all of a sudden uh you know a version of her husband from another you know, multiverse shows up and sends him on this journey of, you know, kind of, I guess that's what's great about the movie too, is it's just, it's really just kind of about this journey of what could have been in your life. And, you know, that's what everyone fucking thinks about all the time. Like, oh, if I had done this instead of that, what would my life have been, you know? And and that's what this movie kind of covers. And it's just this beautiful fucking journey of, you know, this mom and her daughter that aren't getting along all so well in this one universe. And uh, they find out that 
there's this whole multiverse of shit that could be if you did something else and it it, it explores that and it is so so beautiful too like uh the special effects and the cinematography in this movie is just outstanding and, and not to mention it's also kind of fucking hilarious <laughs> there is some really really funny shit in this movie like uh okay so yeah we told you at the beginning we're spoiling the shit out of it so <laughs> there's even a universe where uh all these people have hot dogs for fingers <laughs> <laughs> i mean that says it all right there there's like thousands of universe. Universe. there's so many like, what the fuck? <laughs> so um and, and like i said i went i saw this movie and i fucking love it, it there's so much to it it's like I said, it, it's funny. It's like so. It's a great comedy. It's a great fucking sci-fi movie with the the multiverse aspect. It's it's a great kind of family drama. Like it's everything about fuck. this movie is beautiful. Yes, and like Mark said, it is an absolute mind fuck. Like the the way they describe how the multiverse shit works, like it, it's insane. But when you stop and think about it, like it, it works, it fits, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Even though it doesn't really make sense, but it makes sense the way they fucking, you know, uh, deliver it. So I, God, I fucking love this movie so much. For me, this is the best movie of the year so far. Like if I was going to have a list of the top movies of the first half of 2022, mm -hmm. This is by far number one. Like, the Batman was great. I fucking loved the Batman. Uh, the Northman was great. But it's not it, It's not even in the same realm as... Ethan Hawke. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Top Gun Maverick is a fucking masterpiece. But again, does not even fucking come close to everything everywhere all at once. Uh, I, I love this movie so good goddamn much and i cannot wait i cannot wait to hear what the three you guys think um who wants it marky you want to kick off i want i want to hear your thoughts on this yeah i want to hear everyone's thoughts but mark yeah. why don't you kick us off yeah um well i i was chomping at the bit there when you were some of those things you were saying it was like keywords to me um that mm -hmm. I, I very much enjoyed this movie and what you were saying about the uh, insanity of this multiverse thing it's, they steered into that, I felt like, and mm -hmm. they made it comedic and that it is just pure insanity. Um, and I, th I feel like if it wasn't for uh, the uh, Doctor Strange multiverse of madness and maybe even for um, Rick and Morty, that mm -hmm. if, if this movie <laughs> had come out on its own without those being predecessors if you will i think this would this would have been groundbreaking this would have been just fucking you know it is a little bit cool right now to be doing some multiverse stuff um because of dr strange because of rick and morty like there seems to be a, a little bit more of like that in the zeitgeist i guess um but they did it different in this one and they explained it more cleanly but also left it up to just being pure chaos which is what it would be 
it, it, it's almost like somebody like a brilliant person explaining it to a, an idiot like me in layman's terms <laughs> and using layman's terms, like an everything bagel. Like this is what it would be if we put everything in, you know, so yeah. I thought it was wonderful. I mean, the, the <laughs> um, and the, uh, Michelle Yeoh was outstanding. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, outstanding. This, uh, the daughter, Stephanie Sue, um, I'm terrible at pronouncing names. Mm-hmm. Um, that like, and you just said that that guy, Key Hugh Kwan, was mm-hmm. the dude from Indiana Jones. Yeah, I just, shark I, dude. I just fucking <laughs> shit my pants. <laughs> I had no idea. That is insane. Yeah. He was great. I had no idea. Right. Um, James Hong playing the grandpa. But I, w- I wanted to go back Marky, to that daughter. Marky, real quick, can I just say uh-huh. something very quick about mm. James Hong? Do you know he has had, he's 93 years old and has Jesus. had, he's had an acting credit every year since 1954. No shit. Holy I looked that up earlier shit. today. That wow. dude has had one of the most successful under the radar careers in the history of fucking film and TV. I knew he was That's old. That's amazing, dude. 1954. He still looks healthy. He looked great. For, being, for mm-hmm. that age. Um, but in, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and pass the torch here after I say this, um, and I'll butt back in and kick one of you guys off here in a second. But the last thing I want to say for now, uh, the 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 person that played the daughter, Stephanie Sue, mm-hmm. um, yeah, she was great. She was like a like a sleeper, a sleeper mm-hmm. agent. Um, her character in the beginning of the film being like the uh, the uh, you know daughter with the troubles and like you know shut up mom you, you don't know me and like going through like her normal teen things right and like the drama and everything that was like i was okay with uh her performance in that like no nothing there nothing to write home about and then when she came out as uh what, what was the name of the character that was the uh jobu tubaki when when she comes on to the scene like when she comes out of that elevator that like mm-hmm. confidence and that walk that she had oh, that blew mm. me away like that mm-hmm. was some of the best transformational acting i've i've seen Oh, in a long time that amazing. was fantastic i wanted to see more of that yeah and she did deliver throughout the movie mm-hmm. being the choo-choo debaki or whatever it was yeah i loved seeing that persona mm-hmm. um and i'll let someone else speak on it but i could definitely gush about this movie I, DP. I, I appreciate you bringing it. thoughts on that T- tw what about you when, when she walked out of that elevator dressed as elvis uh, that whole scene, holy that fuck, swagger. that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, I was I was gonna do a whole thing where I was gonna just try to fuck with DP and be like, I think this movie sucks, just to fuck with DP. But <laughs> I can't, I can't. It was too good. It was too good. And actually, the the thing is, I was uh, nervous you wouldn't like it. One right. of one of the first things I noticed about this movie was her. Like mm-hmm. that that scene when she first comes in there, the Elvis thing. Remember he put the the, the guy puts her in the hand, the cop puts her in the handcuffs. He's mm-hmm. like, you can't do that. She's like, that word can't. And she breaks. I'm like, okay, this girl oh, is a boy. fucking badass. Yeah. And she was great. Like she was for me, 
the standout performance in the movie. I thought everybody was great, but I thought yeah. like, I hope when the Oscar time comes around, mm-hmm. she gets a best supporting actress nod. Cause she, I thought she was totally outstanding. She, she yeah. knocked it out of the park. Wow. She was great. And I don't know. I don't know if you guys want all my, th- I have so many thoughts. Yeah. I'll, dive. I'll try, all right. Go, go. Give, it, <clears> right. give us everything. The thing is about this movie was if you just took the pre- and I think this is such a testament to the writers of this movie that if you mm-hmm. just took the premise, it all right, DP. If you had the, if you were in Hollywood and you had this idea and you tried to explain this idea to like to a like a movie production company, they'd be mm-hmm. like, "Are you out of your fucking mind? This makes no sense." Right. Yet and and for quite a, maybe the first 40 minutes of the movie it made no sense that's and why it's like, like where <laughs> the fuck are they going with this and then once because i knew nothing about the movie um i think it's such a testament to the writers that they took an idea that could have been terrible and just made it absolutely the opposite it was brilliant um it was i mean it really um just hold on um I, oh, that, that's another thing. So I guess some notes here I'm reading. I actually think the confusing nature of the movie, it actually made you concentrate harder to try right. to make you remember where the hell you were. And it actually made you more invested in the movies and the characters mm-hmm. because you were trying to remember because like where they're in the, they're going back and forth and yeah. they're jumping in re- Which weird one are they and, in? and pulling them back into other scenes. Fuck, I didn't even know that was Jamie Lee Curtis until about an hour into the goddamn movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it yeah, just, the, the filmmakers oof. give you credit for being smart. They're like, oof. we're going to trust you to be able to figure this shit out. And they throw <laughs> it at you. And when you figure it out, it's yeah. so fucking rewarding. I'm, I'm going yeah. to say one other thing. I'm going to let AJ go. I just want to say one other thing. Just another th- random thought mm-hmm. I had in the movie. Because I do want to talk more about it. I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We can have more moments. But... It had a borderline Scott Pilgrim feel to it, where it, like it was like they were breaking the fourth you, yeah. wall without saying it. They mm-hmm. were just including you in it instead of just saying it. Uh, right. Like that was, and it was really quirky, like Scott Pilgrim and the and, and some of the ways they just kind of leveled with you about stuff. I, I, I there were just a couple of moments. I'm like, I feel like I'm hearing that Colkin kid yelling shit. Like it just like right. it, it made me feel that way. So <laughs> I loved it. I want to talk more about it, but I don't want to. I don't want to take up no, time. Keep going. I, I, okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Roll, baby. Um, I. One of the things that got me at the end, and I actually got mm-hmm. choked up at the end of the movie. Yeah. If you didn't, you, you're heartless. Because I loved yeah. Evelyn. God, that was I, beautiful. I, yeah. I loved Evelyn so much, and I loved mm-hmm. this idea that. The character that they focused on was probably of all of the Evelyns and all of the multiverses and all the atmospheres that she was in. This was like the most boring, mm-hmm. underperforming, just like this woman that did nothing with her life. That's the she one was that the took most over. In the middle. She's the mm-hmm. one that took over. And I loved that yes. she, at the end patched up every single relationship that she had in every multiverse, even when she was the rich person. And then mm-hmm. even when they were the rocks, which was hysterical. Dude, the rocks yeah. was amazing. So fucking great. And she just, like, falls down. The, I mean, the whole thing, the fact that she had so many regrets in her own life and the end of the movie, she patched 
everything up. It was like she overcorrected everything that she never got to do in her life. Got mm-hmm. me so like I got I seriously was like wiping tears at the end. Yeah. And you guys know these tear ducts have been dead for like years. Oh, and I was like, what? yeah, I've been, I was it was it was really a journey that I I just really I watched it last night and I was just sitting there just like. I was really blown away by how much the movie touched me and how much mm-hmm. that uh, it makes you think about your own life and all the regrets you have. And God, it was, it was just such a, a brilliant portrait of, of all life's regrets and how mm-hmm. that maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. And yeah. God, I, I was blown good, away. Good, I loved it's, it. It's, it's one of those things too, where it wasn't like, Trying to tell you, like, oh, all you need is love, or right. all you need is this. Right. it's yeah. telling you, yeah. like, like you need a little of this, you need a little of that, you need fucking, you know, everything, and kind of like this balance to truly, you know, get by. And, and yeah, they did it so well; it, it I, was so fucking. Good. I I will oh. say you 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 brought up the hot dog fingers thing. I actually yes. wrote my notes. I didn't I didn't lol. On that scene, I HOL'd. I hollered out loud <laughs> when like her hands didn't work and you didn't know why. And then they showed the hot dog and I'm like, what the fuck? I they I will say oh, if, if so I'm nit, if I'm nitpicking, I thought they went to the well a little bit with the hot dog fingers and it kind of creepy <laughs> out by the end. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's a little okay. Then biting mm-hmm. their fingers is getting a bit much, yeah. but it, it was oh my god, like who the but- fuck comes like the 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 way in in some the manner in which someone who writes a movie can open their minds to that level i don't know what level of lsd they took before they write right. this movie yeah, but I, I want it i want us to take it and then write a movie together because it was just the whole thing was Amazing. brilliant it didn't feel like watching a movie it just felt like you were on like a spiritual journey and it was just it was mm-hmm. i really i was really touched by the movie and it really it's it, uh it's been something that's been fucking with me for the last 24 hours oh yeah it'll stay with yeah. you forever it, it, it was it was really amazing it, it really was oh, i'm so glad you loved it i, I knew loved you it. would one of my favorite movies ever I, I just, I, it, I oh yes it's just i can't i can't even i can't even like I, my it took my breath away ah uh, i i couldn't agree more i aj we gotta hear your thoughts on this i keep, like keep going I, tw Mm-mm. all right but, so <laughs> I'll, I'll say this one uh, other thing, and then AJ, get ready to fucking tell us what you thought of the movie. Even if you hated it, just tell us they hated it. It's okay. It. Fine. It's okay. It, was, it was good. But I, I do want to say <laughs> this one last thing. Like, watching it on, uh, like I said, I bought it on Amazon, so as you watch it, like, it has uh, uh, info on the bottom of the screen, which I didn't know when I saw it the first time, but Jamie Lee Curtis, her character is named Deirdre. Yeah. Do you know what her last name is, though? I didn't know it until I watched it today. No. Her name is Deirdre Bobeardra. <laughs> it's just such a bizarre movie. Yeah, Deirdre Bobeardra. And then what the a hot fucking dog fingers. Name. <laughs> in the Hot Dog Fingers universe, her yeah. and uh, Michelle Yeoh are in love. Oh mm-hmm. my god! They're playing the piano and they're itching themselves uh, with their with toes. Their toes. Yeah. And and she's got the fucking um, like the uh, 
what you, the carpal tunnel thing? Yeah, yeah on, on her, her foot. foot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they use her feet for everything. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh Christ. Oh, so good. AJ, 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 gonna, come on, come on. Don't, tell us what don't you thought do of this, this movie. Get in. I hide the. I like the rocks. <laughs> I the rocks are what made me cry. To be honest, yeah, like I was, I was on the verge the whole time. No, hold on, time out, time out. And then the rocks are what we got, man. AJ, yeah. no, AJ, no. Come yeah, on. right. Talk. AJ, Talk. what do you, you think of everything? Like everywhere? Look, look, everybody said everything that needs to be said. No, I, I want to know what you think. I want to ask a question. Yeah, there's a scene when she's like reverse hopping. Um, mm-hmm. is that what they call it? Reverse hopping or verse hopping? Universe hopping? Yeah. So, yeah. Reverse hop, whatever. And she's like chugging a bottle of orange, orange yeah. soda, and then mm-hmm. the thing turns green, and then yeah. she swallows this little frog figurine and yeah, yeah, turns yeah. green. How? Why was it turning green when you were doing all these weird? Yeah, I didn't quite get that either. Okay, like, you had to do random shit because you weirdest, had to do something weird that the the person. But, but in what that I wanted to say, what I wanted to ask, do. what I wanted yeah. to ask was. That I didn't know, but what I wanted to know was like, what, was she able to tap into the the, the uh, person she was trying to reverse hop with? Yes, and she mm-hmm. realized something about them, and that's how she figured out what to do. No, memory was like totally like a game of chance. Like when they were in that van, they were like telling them to do like random things. Paper cut your mm-hmm. fingers. Yeah, that yeah. that was right. I, so I, I it feels like a weird. Yeah, it's like a weird little like almost guessing game. Yeah, well, and I wasn't sure. I think, remember those two trying to remember, like, remember, it almost felt like Michelle yeah. the butt plug thing was the greatest fucking moment of that movie. But that was <laughs> that was like desperately, but trying wasn't to the, get that thing jammed up their ass. And <laughs> <laughs> almost felt like like she was instinctually doing that by somehow connecting to the other Evelyns and the other the one she was trying to to pull the mm-hmm. the um skill from or whatever you know because she had the, the martial arts evelyn and the right. the hibachi uh chef evelyn mm-hmm. and the um the, the one that spins the, the side like, the, like the, yeah <laughs> and then the, the one that spins the side like the progressive guy you know the sign spinner evelyn yeah. and and hot dog fingers evelyn there was all these different evelyn's oh. that she was like pulling but she whenever she was able to get whatever the secret ingredient was she was able to get the green light and 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 hop mm-hmm. so that part was a little um confusing to me but no i, I, I agree with that i think it's a, that was a little bit loose in the writing there definitely I mean, was, yeah i think it was a little more uh, which which is which is fun which is fine because the heart of the movie and i think what what was really important was the mother-daughter um relationship that you know was clearly with this Evelyn in this universe was not good. Yeah. Um, fractured, totally. Disconnected. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what I can add to what you guys were saying, but uh, this is the highest rating Michelle rated rated Michelle Yo movie since crouching tiger, hidden dragon at 97%. Yeah. So <laughs> that was 22 <laughs> years ago, but um, wow. she did such a great job, but I have to agree with, uh, I don't know if it was too, uh, all of you that said that um, Stephanie's a su- Sue is that how you say what her last name? Yeah. Joy, what a superstar! Um, she, she did a really amazing. She did a really really good job. But she, the thing about her character is even more so than Michelle Yeoh's was um, 
just like the the edges to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. she had a deeper range. Right. The, ed- the mm-hmm. edges to the different ways she had to to take that performance. Mm-hmm. So um, she had to she had to take it to different levels like, like that. Yeah. I don't know that Michelle Yeoh's character had to necessarily do. Although Michelle Yeoh was great, she did. And to follow her throughout the film was was smart. Mm-hmm. Like, How was, about? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Mark. I'll I'll tell you what, uh, real quick. I I love. I I really, I really loved. I love. If I, I I loved it. By the way, so just okay. Final verdict. I really loved it. I I will say, movies that come out this early in the year generally don't get a lot of Oscar love, Mm, but this one really? really should. I hope, yeah, no, they no, it they really Marky, should. It's usually strategically they they release them late in the year. I so. didn't mm-hmm. think about that. Those fuckers, they do. They release them in fucking December. They do it on yeah. the tail yeah. end in the fall, the winter, mm-hmm. and then even God the damn, yeah, but yeah, slimy. Michelle Yo. Other than like Joker, Joker didn't do amazing. It like that. Yeah. And American like, Beauty won Best Picture. Came out in April. Yeah, it's, it's rare, but you know that movie's brilliant. But yeah, uh, can, can I just say, uh, Mark? I'll get real. Quick, I have a real quick. It question. does. It, what real I'm saying is, it, it does. It does happen. It does happen. You know, it does happen. Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> I'm finished. Uh, All right, I'm finished. Really quick, <laughs> under the radar. One of this was uh, Jenny Slate had a really small. Right, range. she was yeah. great. She's yeah, she's I, almost I, a nothing. I usually don't me, like but... her. I yeah. usually don't. Well, have you guys have using you guys her seen, dog as a weapon? Have you guys yeah, seen him. that? Like rom coms are on the rise. I'm telling you. Have you mm-hmm. seen the one with her and Charlie Day? I think it's on Hulu called "I Want You Back." Yeah, I've seen it. It's, it's have, really, yeah. it's really not Good. bad. It's really not. It's bad. pretty funny. Good. And I love, her. I, I, I love her. On Par- I love her on Parks and Recreation. Money, please. She's adorable. Love Jenny Slate. So. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. What have you got? Don't. Um, I was just going to say that. Don't be suspicious. She does voice acting for some stuff too, so she's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I I really concentrate. So, so at the end of the day, like, I really, I really enjoyed this movie. I I thought, um, I'm a science fiction timey wimey. You know, I love all that stuff. You know, I, I do, I do, and I, and I, and I thought it was super interesting that they had that whole. um, the smartphone thing that when they were showing the branching um, timelines and stuff, mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool because yeah. it was like, ha- and they did show what happened when she stayed. Right. It was the person yeah. that stayed in China versus the one that ran away with the boyfriend mm-hmm. to America. And how and like the branches of the timeline go just in kept, way different directions. Kept fracturing and, yeah. and, and moving and twisting and, and, please, and, and diverting. And, and you guys, t- please tell me you all completely geeked out when she had like that almost Matrix moment uh, when she like switched into Kung Fu mode and whooped Jamie Curtis's ass. <laughs> oh, oh, I was going to say. Stairs. Oh, <laughs> right, because, yeah, it was Jamie very, Curtis. It, yeah. it was as very Matrix in so much star. as she was like absorbing like the um, the knowledge. But like that's right. Like, like the Neo movie? did, right? Neo was yeah. like absorbing the knowledge. I know kung fu. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like it yeah. reminded that me moment, of that. So that much. Knee was just yeah, very much face. so. Very much. Just very much. Turns. Oh. Yeah, but then she's just a whooping oh. ass with ease. She's just like blown, punched, mm-hmm. I get no problem. And then and then and then um uh, Deirdre. What's her boo Beardra? Yeah, just She ends up at the bottom of the stairs with her head through the wall. Yeah, broken neck, just. Dead. Ah, amazing. That's what. That's all right, all sorry, I was Mark. Say. We keep cutting you off. But sorry, so anyway, I wanted ahead? to say one more thing, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, seriously, Mark. Why don't you go ahead and tell us what you think? The, but first, let me just. Oh, you goddamn <laughs> cocksucker! 
you goddamn salty cocksucker. No, seriously, Marky, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Put a dick in your no, mouth. No, Marky, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, now, seriously, Marky, go Do it. Do, Do it. it. <laughs> At some point, he's going to have to go, but yeah. might never. All right, all right, Marky. So then that's that scene. Uh, the market. This movie was amazing. What are your thoughts? I already told you what I thought. <laughs> I just wanted to say that uh, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, when she was in uh, full uh, wrestling mode, right before she mm-hmm. put her, oh she my got her God, head put yeah. the wall, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she was doing like the pile driver and shit, and she tried mm-hmm. to break uh, uh, you know short rounds that, back yeah. and everything. Yeah, like that, like seeing Jamie Lee Curtis like strut around like bow right? and like picking people up. That was badass. I, I um, you know what you know my favorite scene with her real quick, Mark. You remember when they were like her and uh, Evelyn were just smoking from the vape pan outside? Right. The, yes. Yeah. This, oh, the, the tail end of that I movie had it was and, just uh, such a small little moment, but just a lot of adding her the vape pen. At the, yeah, at I, the I end. thought like the hat last half hour had some more small moments. Mm-hmm. It did, and, I mean, but well, the, it the film lot, the, yeah. and the film needed it towards mm-hmm. the end to sort of wrap that shit up, get the pay well, get the payoff like that emotional payoff. Especially between mom and daughter, um, husband and wife. Like I, I think that and, you know, I think they needed that. Yeah, they needed to. I think the pacing was good. Like they needed. To it was that. good pacing. It was the, yeah. the the meat, the middle, the, the beginning was uh, like a layup of normalcy, and then they gave you a little tease of weird, and then it threw you into like it, it gave you like five hits of acid, and it threw you <laughs> into the fucking deep end. And it and didn't the, overstay it welcome. It's welcome either. No, it's just it over two hours, the, you know. And then the the middle was just like over the top, the most bonkers, weird shit you've ever seen. And then the tail. It really was like an acid trip. And then the end of it was that that like feeling of coming out of the tail end of a trip yeah, when yeah. that started how, to leave you, and it's all good feelings. How many of you fell for? The fake out ending. Um, right, right, at one point, also like, oh, when she was dead. Spread, it says yeah. the end, and the credits start rolling. No, I, I, I no. didn't. What? I didn't no, really only because, because I saw like, no, like an hour and a half left. You know? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I knew what the runtime was. Yeah. I knew what the runtime was, and I knew it wasn't that yet. So I was like, I know there's more than this. But DP, as it started to go on, I'm like, wait a minute. What? That was what? that was from like, that was from people in the theater. Yeah. I did have a second get. Yeah, it was good. It was good too. All right. Um, yeah, that, that threw to, me for a loop in the theater. talking like, about multiverse. I initially movies, was pissed. <laughs> like I was saying earlier, you know, if uh, Doctor Strange and Rick and Morty, some of these things have been treading this topic a little bit more lately. Um, mm-hmm. So this isn't necessarily the first one to be uh, running on this topic, but Mm-mm. they are they were unique in the sense of uh, the subject where like DP started talking about this movie, where you got to see what things could have been. They focused a lot more on that uh, close branch of like, this is this character making this decision, this decision, this decision, you know, like instead of um, Dr. Strange or again, like Rick and Morty, there's not a lot of examples to be honest. But in those other ones, they have just in those particular pieces of film, cartoon, whatever, those characters have just a, uh, a small handful 
of deviations where in this movie you got to see almost like this rainbow of colors that were that was Michelle Yeoh. Right, hot dog fingers. Exactly. Yeah. And they're like, how hot come, dog fingers yeah, to how a come I didn't break her? So can I ask a, a rock, te- yeah. can I ask a technical question? Joe Butapaki, right? Mm-hmm. Your girl. Yeah. Was, was Joe Butapaki that was joy, but that was like what joy became in another multiverse. And yeah, then after she, Evelyn pushed her too far. And then she spread that to all her selves. Yeah, she could she could channel them all at any time. Right. So she could yeah. always be in any part of the multiverse at any time. And do and whatever, freely freely yeah. flow between any she, version of herself. And she couldn't die. Yeah. Right. Because she, right. she was always in someone else. Yeah. Just, just right. Just, that was my. That was sort of how I understood just it. Just creatively that, murdering people, you know, right? Yeah. That, but that's how I understood it. Is like that. That, that actually is her. That's not some sentient being. Like no, it was her. Yeah, that it was, was her. She, she. She essentially became a god because she <laughs> just saw everything. Right. 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 The, those scenes where like her and her mother were going back and forth, and at, at one point were fucking uh, pinatas. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we're, we're some we're world there are pinatas. And pinatas at another point. And, and rocks. But yeah, what about, and but, but guys, rocks. What, what about the dialogue with the rocks? Like, I mean, there was the dialogue was cool the touching shit. There was. I, that's that's I, what I'm saying. It, that one, that's where it made me cry. It was, a, yeah. it was a shot of two rocks on the screen, and I fucking started tearing up. Yeah. It was beautiful. And she even so said that a lot of these universes, that's all there is because, you know, human life isn't sustainable. And, yeah. Know, it never made rocks. it. Yeah, most worlds are like this. And yeah, also... Just rocks. The, and then you put the googly eyes on. and then, Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think, I, I the think the you can look at... eyes. I think you can look uh, uh, into this heart. movie <sighs> as deep as you want to. That's part of the beauty of it, right? Because it is like, as, as wild as the movie is, uh, you can kind of make your own leaps and interpretations on some of the parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, at one point they're talking about the hot dog fingers and like her, her uh, husband's or one of them is saying like, how, is she, what is this? How is this reality possible? And I'm like, Oh, because she's, this would normally break somebody, but she right. was able to go right. so far back. So then I would reckon that the, uh, the reality with the rocks is only possible because both Michelle Yeoh and uh, Joy, they're the most powerful at this, that they were able yeah. to go only, they were, they were only, and same with the pinatas, they're able to go to a place that isn't actually uh, necessarily sentient life. Like they are. Yeah. They're inc- the only two that right. can go there. Yeah. Right. It's uh, pretty wild. I just, I just want to say, I'll say two quick things in closing and then, you know, cause we could go on all night about this, but mm. I um I will say I was looking on on Rotten Tomatoes at some of the audience reviews and by the way the audience reviews are pretty close to the critics reviews they're like a little less but they're still tight and I did see some people who were like absolutely despised the movie and I have to say I actually understand that like because it is even though as much as I love it like you have to actually get yourself to a certain place to watch this movie. And mm-hmm. it, it happens throughout the beginning and you gotta, you gotta invest. And right. if you can't invest yourself, you're going to fucking hate it. And yeah. And it looks like the majority of people have, but the people that can't, I get it. 
I get why you might hate the movie. I, I really do. Um, the other one thing I'll say is I don't think I would want to watch this movie again for a long time just because it was so... Uh. It's TP. It's so heavy. I mm-hmm. want to come back to this movie like five years from now and watch it again. I can see that without that, and then just right? enjoying it again because it's so much. It is like mm-hmm. it is something you have to watch and actually invest not just your time but yourself and your emotions and you have to suspend belief about a lot of things. It, it, it's a long, yeah. it's a heavy, heavy thing to do. So sure, I don't think I, I, I literally want to put a fucking note in my phone to watch this five years from now from still alive. <laughs> yeah, good and, news and, is, and good news again. is you bought it. Yeah, so, I got it. Uh, yeah, I got voodoo. Just yeah. don't cancel your voodoo account. Right. I won't. Um, I don't think I want to watch it again for a long time. And then I want to try to experience it again, like five years from now. I just don't want to so. overdo it. Cause it, it's just, it's so much. I, I'll tell you what, I watched it again today. So I, I've seen it twice now. Uh, Within a month, was I guess. Time number two. It, it, it's different the second time through, but it's still awesome the yeah. second time. Well, through. it's like, you, like you, you, you pick, pick up, up on the yeah, little things. Say, it's like the second time I saw Fight Club. I went, oh! Exactly. <laughs> they, that's what it's like. Think of watching Fight Club for the yeah, second yeah. time. That's right, what this right, is. Right. It's awesome the second time. Although I didn't, I didn't cry during Fight Club and question mm. every existential life existence. You know, like, <laughs> I know, right? That Robert, is the Robert, thing Paul, Robert Paulson did, though. Really? Yeah, that's true. I don't know about you guys, but after uh, watching uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, I felt like the middle Michelle Yeoh character. I'm like, am I the blandest character of myself right, <laughs> in this multiverse? Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh my God! You, the answer movie. the answer is yes. You are what a brilliant <laughs> what a brilliant what a brilliant I'm movie not a from, from a from a couple of guys who haven't you done don't have hot dog fingers. <laughs> DP, they haven't done much. Mm-mm. The Daniels. I hope. Yeah. I hope. I mean, listen. I I don't know how you make a sequel or a spinoff or anything. I don't know how you do it. But if anybody can. They look, can look the guys After that this. did Game I, of Thrones. Nobody ever heard of either. So true, yeah. true. I just it's just it, it blows my mind. So loved well, it. The Daniels, I think, have a uh, they they have some big shoes to fill now. If that's the right terminology, they you know they came out swinging hard. And let's just say so they, they did from um, a casting perspective, they did a really nice job too with casting. Yeah, absolutely, right. uh, they found some like goofy TV shit that I fucking loved like uh <laughs> this tv show called children's hospital which is uh oh, i've heard of it yeah yeah it, it was kind of a airplane-esque type <laughs> show with slapsticky they did that and then uh the movie swiss army man oh shit they, uh, yeah, yeah i've man seen that at all. that is the most bonkers movie ever yeah well that yeah, makes sense the the dude from uh what's it, harry potter Dano it was kind of like, yeah. It, it's it Paul Dano. First movies and Paul Dano, yeah. So th- it is, they that is that such a weird that. movie. Heard that movie that. is so fucking weird. Sam loved that movie. Mm-hmm. Right, well, well, listen. Let's. Uh, but we, that's we can... pretty much all they've done is Swiss yeah. Army Man, and then this. We're gonna I'll go on forever. Time. How about we close up the show tonight by mm. doing um, a musical star, number, star reviews yeah. on both movies. Oh, well, we do a musical number. 
Hey, I really love. Sorry. Right. What was that? What was that? I, I thought it was, it was some Frank Sinatra singing. coming out. He I'm, had no, like was that an actual fan. song? Was that an actual song? Or... Nope. 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 I'm editing it out. Don't please don't. Yes. He is God. He's got that power. Um. Why don't we? Why don't we do that? We'll do do our five star reviews, and then we'll close up shop for the night. What do you think? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right, let's go through the Northmen. I'll kick it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you you know, I didn't like the movie. But, Ethan uh, Hawke gets five out the gate. Well, <laughs> Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke drives it down to a half a star immediately. But I, like I said, I liked it. <laughs> then it's got to crawl back out of Ethan. I Hawk. liked the game they were playing. I liked that twist. I will give it, but for the most part, I hated it. So I'll give it two out of five. Uh, AJ, what do you think? Where, where, where do you where do you stand with the Northmen? Um, well, here's what, here's how I'm doing this. So I'm, I'm sort of fair or unfair. I'm sort of putting it up against Robert Eggers, two other films. Um, and I, I think we did Lighthouse. I think we did some rankings when I, oh, mm-hmm. I may not have. I, I believe remember. we did. Yeah. I think we went. Pretty um, I, I want to say I went four and a half on that. Yeah. So right. It was good, but not great. Three and a quarter. Uh, DP. So for me, uh, like I said, the, there were parts of it that I thought were great and parts of it I thought were eh. So overall, it was better than average. So I give it like three, yeah, th- three stars. Yeah. Three. Okay. It's okay, better, than, if, better than 50%. I was hoping you were about to say uh, it was better than eh, but not as good as eh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey Marky. That's exactly Marky. what I meant. So thank you for, for clarifying. Yeah. But yeah, what do you got? What do you got on the north one? If yeah, if I could quote DP, it was <laughs> it was uh better than eh, but not quite as good as eh. Mm. <laughs> um I think three and you know three and a quarter, three and a half, into three and a quarter. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly talking talking about it out loud i haven't had somebody i've been waiting for somebody to to talk to about this movie this is the whole part of the point of this movie council podcast is so we can talk about film i told you you know i've been uh waiting for this movie for so long trying not to get my expectations up and then even Mm -hmm. while i was watching it and after i was watching it i think there was a little bit of uh uh like not like uh buyer's guilt but you know like the term like in that like I was trying to uh, make uh, reconciliation with, you know, what I was hoping it would be. Marky, had, let, let me ask you, had I not taken a shit on it, would you have given it a higher rating? Um, if you had praised it, it would have been a little bit higher, but <laughs> honestly. Maybe. But, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, on the whole, I was like, what did I say, three... I'm more at like three and a half. Actually, now I'm thinking about because there yeah. were moments yeah. that were fucking awesome. Yeah, I think like, two, like there were moments of that movie. Me. Like I, yeah, it, there were just as many or more kicking ass points. And yeah. fucking people up that I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. That's like every movie though these days. Yeah, yeah, but there were yeah, you know, and I kind great, of expected more moments. from that because. I mean, you said you say like every movie these days, 
But we were just talking about everything everywhere all at once. Not every. I'm sorry, not every. Most. That yeah. That movie did not let off the gas the entire time. Mm-mm. That thing was. Uh, it had your intention the entire time. Where and you said you fell asleep, and I can't blame you on some of those scenes. You're just like, all right, fucking on to the next thing. Yeah, it got, it got tedious. Um, mm-hmm. Not but, everything. Uh, think of, think of it like I did, Mark. You compare it against what Robert Eggers has done. Right. It's not the same quality. It's not the it's, same. It's, it isn't. You know, and when you guys uh, took a bathroom break earlier, uh, DP and I were talking a, a little bit about it where, uh, and I think DP put it pretty well, that it felt like Robert Edgars had a, and this is all speculation, hearsay. <laughs> um, but it Don't felt like it. he had a great idea and the studio was like, hey, how about you go ahead and do this because we gave you all this fucking money. You had your money. Yeah, could be, yeah, could be, yeah, could yeah be. we were here for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, all right. Let, we, we don't have to get too deeper. AJ, dial it back. But we'll uh, <laughs> let's, let's get uh, let's 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 get uh, let's let's get some ratings on. Uh, uh, do you want to watch DP uh, actually blow a load in front of mm-hmm. us right now? Uh, DP, no. everything. Oh, I do. Oh, in more oh, ways than one. But we missed uh, these incest jokes, by the way. DP, everything, everywhere, all at once. You give it a five? Are you going five? One hundred percent. This is a fucking five star movie for me. This okay. is okay. The Princess Bride. Uh, this is right up there with favorite shit I've ever watched in my whole life. Yeah. This movie is a fucking masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I hope it will be recognized that way when uh, the Academy Award nominations Let's are announced. Hope. Let's hope. hope so, so five. It All should right. be. It. This is a five-star movie. Well, AJ, if you want to, out of doubt. Well, do, you, do you want me to dial that back? Well, well AJ, if you're, you're trying to, you really want to be a yeah. Top, AJ, why don't you go next. Uh, where, what do you got? I'm know. just we're, fucking we're, around. We're just <laughs> no, why is that? I'm tapping into my inner TW. All right, no. being a being a dick. That's yeah, you know, that's who I am. Look, anything anything four or over is a great movie. So uh, for me, it's four and a quarter. Okay, Marky, mm-hmm. I was going to give it just a, a good straight four, and so, I love it. And it's wow. not not to say anything less of it. That's yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll I'll say I told you it's one it's one of my favorite movies now. It's not in like the three or four or five that are like the masterpiece classics. Oh, right, that right. I think five mm-hmm. five stars that like Goodfellas. It's not that, but for me it's four point seven five. It's just a slight notch below it. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it did everything for me. It it fucking. It, it 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 was a lot. It was a lot, and I loved it. And I thought it was amazing. And if you guys are listening to this podcast tonight, and uh, you you came here tonight to to see if um, you know we love this movie the way you did, I I really hope you did. Uh, mm-hmm. If you haven't seen this movie yet, and you're listening to this podcast, even though we warned you not yeah, to, we, you're a, you you're a moron. Yeah. Uh, and what is thank, wrong with you? Thank you for listening. Go watch your movies. Thank you for listening, but you're an asshole. Um, <laughs> Uh, and you probably love Ethan Hawke, but um, he's my guest. But uh, so listen, why do you hate one, Ethan Hawke? So TW, one last rating for the night: uh, zero out of five stars. Ethan Hawke. Uh, 
I mean, is is there a rating I can give less than zero, zero out of five? Yeah. Uh, okay, less let's go. Let, yeah, let, let's go. Animal House zero point, point. zero. <laughs> Mister Blutarski. <laughs> yeah, that's Ethan Hawke. Zero point yeah. zero. That's Ethan Hawke in reality. Um, maybe we'll do an Ethan Hawke episode next week. Uh, but anyways, will um, we? <laughs> Anyways, boys, listen, let's close it up for the night. Um, I just want to say thank you for uh, for holding down the fort the last few weeks. My apologies mm-hmm. for not being here. Um, I'm back. Uh, I, I want to do this. Love you guys. And uh, I love I love anybody who listens to this. Um, you know, there's been a lot going on in, in, in all of our lives. And uh, this, uh, I, you know, I, I, I wish I had headed in me to, to come here and, and do this in the last few weeks it, it, it probably would have helped sorry i'm getting a little emotional i don't i don't mean to let's let's close it up you're a jerk um, off yeah i am i am i yeah and jerk off. <laughs> uh but uh i do thank you guys for holding it down without me first name's uh, jerk your last name's off <laughs> jerk off. I, I don't know if anybody told you i don't try shoes no more aj but uh we're gonna call it a night um before uh, before yeah, we yeah, do yeah. uh do. real quick let me just let everyone know. Uh, if you want, you can follow us on social media. Pretty much everywhere we are at Movie Council Pod. Uh, if you have any questions or emails, you can send those emails to moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. And uh, wherever you're listening, whether it's uh, iTunes or Spotify or Amazon or wherever, uh, rate the podcast. Give us five stars. Uh, give us a quick review. It totally helps us out. We thoroughly appreciate the uh, the reviews. So pl- please help uh, give us a, a quick rating and review. Yeah. Uh, T- TP, can you give us a, a gentleman soundbite, please? Uh, uh, <laughs> gentleman? My, my version of gentleman? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, please. Yeah, the... Gentleman. 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 That's not a word. Gentleman. <laughs> It's asking for Jeremy. Yeah, that that, sh- that should be like Jeremy, the, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, that should shit. be the closeout to all the podcasts. Uh, yeah, I never. Even <laughs> all right, all right. Jeremy. Before, we, before we close it up, uh, again, we 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 love everybody who listens. Special shout out to to our boy, the Booker Man. Uh, I just want you to know, um, love you to death, and um, you're happy. my boy, Booker Man. You're my boy. <clears throat> Happy you listen every week and hope you listen to this episode. Hope you love it. Go see those movies. And uh, so, so for, for myself, CEO, my boy, AJ, the COO, my boy, DP, and the smooth talking Southern gentleman, Marky Bondera, we're going to call it a night. We will see you or you will hear from us a week from now. Uh, good night. Have a, have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you later. Good night. Hey, yo. Night, night, Jeremy. <laughs> night, night, Jama. <laughs> hey, yes. I really love <laughs> the movie council is adjourned.